Hey everyone, a quick announcement that after you listen to the episode, you can vote for who has the best rum bar and best individual picks by going to rumcast.com slash vote. That's rumcast.com slash V-O-T-E. You'll also find a link in the show notes. Now let's start the draft. everyone and welcome to a very special episode of the rumcast yep that's right after a long year of waiting today is finally the day of our annual fantasy rum draft number two year two second annual second annual it's a it's uh one of the podcast's first yearly traditions i guess i know yeah and hopefully the day where i get to square things up with you will after some crafty play last year handed you the w but we won't dwell on that because I've got a strategy coming in this year, and I think it's going to be difficult for you to uh, keep up with it. Well, you had a strategy last year. I don't know if you remember or not, but I, you know, I went back and I re-listened to it to try to pick up some tips and, and just you know re- refresh my memory on everything. And you referred to your strategy quite frequently throughout the the competition, and it didn't end up doing you any favors. So hopefully, you've adjusted the strategy in the oh, in the off season. I, adjustments have been made, and my strategy. <laughs> is more robust this year. It won't break if okay. you make an, a move, which I did not expect you to, to, to make. So uh, yes, I guess we should remind those maybe who, who are newly listening for the first yes. time. My name is John Gullah. His name is Will Hookinga. You are you, and together we are the podcast that talk all things rum-related with the people who love and shape it. So speaking of shaping it, Will, how long have you been looking forward to today and studying for it? I don't know how that's speaking of shaping it, but like you, you tried to make the transition. I don't know if it fully worked, but I'll, I'll roll with it. Because you're shaping your team. You're okay, shaping, shaping your my team. team. Yeah, I did some. I've, I've been I actually my my wife, Samantha, was making fun of me last night because, you know, she was we were getting ready to kind of go to bed. And I was like, oh, I'm going to head to the office. I'm going to I've got to do some uh, rum, rum fantasy draft prep. And she just kind of scoffed at me and laughed. So but she did wish me good luck today as she was leaving for work. So I have that. But yeah, so I've spent some time, you know, I, I think, you know, I, like there's so many different directions and so much of the strategy is determined by the selection. Mm-hmm. So before we get into all that, we should probably give a quick refresher. I know we have we have quite a few listeners who have been really looking forward to getting to the second of our rum fantasy drafts. But mm-hmm. I'm assuming there are at least some people who weren't listening when the first one came out or maybe they missed it. So we want to quickly recap the rules of how we arrived at this kind of weird nerdy crazy idea but you and i had been talking about wanting to do a take the idea of a fantasy sports draft and apply it to rum in some way we've been talking about this for a few years yeah and last year we finally came up with a way to do it and so basically if you're new to fantasy sports the concept of fantasy sports is that you are drafting a team of actual players and you create a roster. So if it's football, you draft a certain number of quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, tight ends, defense, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And each each week you pit them against other people in your league and the real life stats kind of determine the score. So we don't do the week to week element of this. This is all about the draft. So what John and I are doing is we are drafting our ideal desert island rum bars and so instead of positions we have types of rum yeah, uh, categories so it's, yeah. categories it's a, exactly yeah. so we have i'll quickly run through the categories we have unaged rum 
lightly aged rum, aged rum, long aged rum, cane juice unaged, cane juice aged, multi-country blend, non-Caribbean, overproof, 100% column, and 100% pot. Um, So there are varying amounts for each of those. Like, for example, we have three aged slots. We have one unaged slot. So there's different amounts that we're drafting for. But John and I each need to select a rum to fill that slot. And then how we determine the winner is once our teams, our bars, are assembled, we have a voting system that we put out there to you, the people, and there are two two ways to vote. Number one, you vote on who you think has the best overall rum bar. And then there's the head-to-head vote, where you go by each category and pick who drafted the better rum. So last year, for example, just, just to recap the, the oh, results in, in a more, oh, okay, more detailed sure. level, uh, um, <laughs> who created the best overall rum bar? I took that. 69% of the vote to John's 30.9% yeah, of the vote. It was a drubbing. Mm-hmm. And then of the categories, I won nine categories head-to-head. John won six categories head-to-head. So it was a, a, a decisive, shall we say, victory last year. <laughs> but the other elements of how this works is we can't just go out and pick any rum under the sun, John. That would exactly. be insanity, and it would yeah, just be... be too easy. Yeah, yeah, it would be too easy. So what we do is we select an online liquor store to serve as our draftable inventory. And the idea here is to somewhat simulate our real-life choices, you know, because we don't... Wherever you live in the world, it's, you, you don't have access to every single rum in existence at all times. So we're trying to simulate the experience of only having a local area. So last year we used Pike's Liquors, which I believe is in New York. This year we selected an, a new a, a new store to use. We wanted to change up the yeah. rum inventory this year. So what we did we select this country. year? Yeah, what did we uh, what did we do this year, John? So I you know, after navigating a ton of different sites, both of us trying to yeah. look for, you know, there's kind of a Goldilocks thing where if it's too much, it might mm-hmm. be too difficult. And if there's not enough, obviously, we can't really make good selections. Yeah, so you, you, found, you, uh, you guys yeah. listening, you want us to have to make some tough decisions, right? <laughs> exactly. So so we can't, you know, we, we looked at the whiskey exchange, but there's like a thousand bottles on there. It's just, mm-hmm. it's a little bit too much to choose from. So what did, what did we end up choosing, John? So we went with West Coast, our West Coast friends, uh, mm-hmm. High Time Wine. Is it High Time Wine Cellars? It's High Time Wine Cellars. Yeah, HighTimeWine.net. They have an inventory of 300 or so rums to yeah. choose from of it's all categories. It's robust, right? I it mean, is, like, when I was is, looking yeah. through, I was like, huh, this is a really good selection. And you know what? The prices also. It's got some pretty good prices, and that factors in, too, because, Will, we, we didn't mention this yet, but yes. we also have another defining factor. We didn't want to just give ourselves infinite money here because that wouldn't be too difficult either. So right. we each have a $1,000 budget yep. that we have to stay within to build our entire roster. So yep. what we do is we go by the prices on the site, and we add those as we go, and they have to add up to a thousand or less or else you're disqualified yep oh i didn't even know what happened (laughs) disqualification automatic disqualification yeah um so and we're drafting 18 rums in total so i think i forget what that works out to but i think it's an average of like 60 bucks or or something around there whatever a thousand divided by 18 is let me do Mm -hmm. the math real quickly oh it's 55 bucks on average so 
Yeah. So there are some constraints. We have to make some tough decisions. Mm -hmm. And it's last year we had a blast doing it. We've really been looking forward, studying, prepping. We have a a spreadsheet, which we'll, we'll, I think we put a link up to the spreadsheet last year. So we'll do that again. You can see kind of our draft command center. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty nifty. You know, we, we slot in our rums, it calculates, you know, it automatically deducts the Mm -hmm. rums price from the budget and everything. I'm pretty proud of how it all came together. So we'll do that. We'll also put a link in the show notes to how you can vote. We have a Google kind of form that makes it really easy to vote. You do it anonymously. You don't have to share any of your personal information or anything like that. Uh, but last year, I, th- I believe we had we had well over 100 people participate in the vote last year, hoping to to crack at least 200. I feel like we can do it this year, John. Yeah. So if, if you're listening, please check the show notes. Go and get your vote in. You know, make your voice heard on this yeah. because this, you know, John's John's been hearing the trash talk, not only from me, but from listeners for an entire year now. So the outcome of this has a significant impact on not only our rum lives, but, our, you know, our personal lives outside of this. It's I, true. I witnessed John being badgered at a rum yes. event, someone just coming <laughs> up and being like, man, how did you blow that so hard? <laughs> It was it was astonishing to say the least that he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you picked that or let him do that. And, you know, I was like, yeah, I can't believe it either. Still, and this, that was months after this happened. So, it was. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, apparently it means a lot to, to you all to go through. And we love that. By the way, on the forum, you can actually add your comments in. That yes. was my favorite part last year uh-huh. was seeing people's comments and they were agonizing over certain picks and mm-hmm. like saying, oh, this is a tough one. So that I really love seeing. And I hope we get more of those also. So, yeah. So I think that lays out most of the rules. Uh, One more we should mention, John. Yeah. You, you came up with a new rule this year that I think is pretty interesting. So oh, did you, like you want to let the people know about that one? It's another. You're making things even harder on us. So what, why are you doing this? Oh, you know, I, I, I was going through it. I was doing my prep work. And I was like, you know what would make this even more fun for You were like, how else? can I bend the rules to my favor? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, so here's here in the all, total honesty, I looked at what I drafted last year. I had three from Holmes Key. And yes, everybody knows I love Holmes Key <laughs> rum, right? So it's not a surprise. But I was kind of like, you know, I, I really think maybe we can stretch ourselves a little bit more. By the way, also, Will, you had three different, two picks from three different brands. Yep. So Hamilton, you had two. You had two from, I, I can't even remember which ones it was. But I, had, I think I had is, a couple. I had a couple Holmes Keys as well. Yes. Yeah. So it wasn't just me. We were working so with figured, the Holmes Key heavy inventory last year. So that's that was, true. That was that's part of it point. as well. <laughs> yeah. So I figured, you know, what we can do is we should restrict ourselves to only having on each team one selection from a specific brand on our roster. Mm-hmm. Now, to, to clarify, that's not distillery. So there yeah. are sometimes where brands, whether it's an independent bottler or it's the distillery has two different labels. So those are okay. But... You couldn't pick, for instance, El Dorado 15 and pick El Dorado 12 or El Dorado 3 or whatever right. on the same team because we feel like that would make it you know, too heavy in one certain way or another. So you know, no hoarding Holmes Keys for either of us this year, no yep. hoarding Hamiltons. And once we pick one from it, there's a little bit of strategy there, Will. I don't know if you picked up on it, but... Uh, you know, if you were to go with a certain brand early, that would restrict off you the, board, the rest of the draft. For sure. Yeah. And, and so, just to clarify, we each get to pick one from any brand. Yes. So like if I pick a Hamilton rum, that doesn't mean that Hamilton is now off the board for John. It just means that would that be it's, ridiculous. It's off the board for me going forward. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm you know, you sent that to me and I was like, 
immediately I liked it. But then as I was then going through the exercise of planning, I was like, why did I, why did I just make things harder on myself? You know, <laughs> why, why did I agree does, to this? But yeah, I it think makes it's, it feel think, like more of a puzzle. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like a good puzzle. So I, I'm into this idea. Well, there's one other minor note we wanted to mention, which was we have these categories of lightly aged, aged and long aged. Yes. And, you know, we defined those last year at a certain uh, years. And this year, what we're doing is minor adjustment to the lightly aged category. And that's mm-hmm. in recognition, I think, of both our developing sense of what a lightly aged rum is just generally. And yeah. I know, Will, you had said kind of, you know, lessening it. Last year, we had a five years. Five, this five year saying, was the cutoff. Yeah, right. This year, we're saying four years is the cutoff. So yeah. a lightly aged rum is anything under four years, meaning three years and 11 months is okay, two years, whatever, that's fine. Yep. Four years and one month, nope, that goes into the aged category. Yep. So just a slight adjustment there in case of you, those of you who are maybe thinking last year versus this year and seeing some of that, the aged and long-aged categories remain the same. So the aged is between four years and 15 Yep. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. And then yep. any long-aged rum is considered a 15-year-old rum or longer. Yeah. And we recognize that, you know, there's no perfect rum categorization yeah. system. I think when we came up with these categories, we at first we like we kind of used Smuggler's Cove, Cove mm-hmm. as a jumping off point, but really just the age delineations, we didn't get into like, you know, aged columns still and stuff. But then we also came up with we wanted to say we, you know, you have to have some cane juice rums in there. Um, right. It's not like you'd have to force John and I to draft cane juice rums like we would do it regardless. But we yeah. think just having their own category is a good idea. John, you came up with the idea last year of including the multi country blend category. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We also have the we have to each do two non Caribbean rums, which we think is just, you know, yeah, r- reminding people there's a whole wide world of rum out there. And then we diversity have diversity over- is interesting. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Then we have the overproof and then 100% column, 100% pot. And then we also, one thing we haven't mentioned yet is we have a a bench. So we have three bench spots. And this is kind of just to, you know, once we have all our rums drafted, some of them overlap different categories. And so since we do the head-to-head matchups, you and I each will have a period of about I don't, you know, maybe 24 hours or so yeah. where we can kind of set our final lineup. So the, the bench rums, those don't get voted on except for in the best overall rum bar. I guess they right. weigh in a little bit there, right. but they don't factor into the head to head. But that's for John and I to have some overflow so we can then be like, OK, I want to ma- I want to put this rum in this category and this rum. Mm-hmm. I want to match up with, you know, this rum you've got here. I think this rum's better. So I'm going to move it to this slot, that kind of yeah. thing. So yeah. we're all about adding to the strategy here. So I think that that helps fill it out. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think that's enough preamble on the rules, regulations, and everything of this competition. Uh, So we will take a quick break and hear from our sponsor of this episode, and then we'll come back and get this competition started. Hey, Rumcasters. One thing Will and I have long begged for is smaller rum bottles. Sometimes it's nice to try a new rum without having to spend over 100 bucks on a full 750 milliliter bottle. But that's just one of the reasons why we're excited about a new independent bottler out of Boston called Raising Glasses. They've released their latest line of rums in 375 milliliter bottles that typically retail for less than $50. 
Raising Glasses' Folklore line of rums currently has seven single cask releases, all over 57.5 ABV, and all featuring original artwork of a mythological creature from its country of origin. What origins might those be? How about Burning Cane, which is a cask-strength 15-year-old Foursquare, Moon Gazer, a 9-year-old 100% Versailles wooden pot still from Guyana, or Guardians, an 8-year-old Trinidad that was named one of our top 14 rums of 2022. Their brand new releases include a 14-year from Venezuela, two 9-year-olds from Thailand, and the terrifying Yowie, a 68.3% 16-year Australian beast that's one of the oldest rums ever released from the famed Bin Lee Distillery. These are all available for online ordering in 41 states and in retail stores in both Massachusetts and New York. So get them at RaisingGlasses.com before the Yowie gets you. Now back to the show. All right, and we're back, ready to get the second annual Rumcast Fantasy Rum Draft for 2023 started. John, before we do this, because you do have mm-hmm. the first pick this year, last year we determined the first pick by flipping a coin on Google. Mm-hmm. I won, You selected, I believe you selected heads, it was tails, so I received the first pick. And really, you know, after the first person has the first pick, we just take turns back and forth from there. Right. But it does, you know, it, I think it gives you an advantage to have the first pick. So I thought, you know, we thought it only fair that this year you get the first pick, not only because I won last year, but because mm-hmm. I got the first pick last year. So it's only fair. But before we get into all that, you know, we had our monthly online happy hour for our Rumcast patrons just two nights ago. And, you know, we had uh, like a, maybe a little over 20 people 20, there hanging 25? out. Yeah. Yeah. And so I did a little Zoom poll. I said, you know, we've got our second annual Rumcast Fantasy Draft coming up. Who do y'all think is going to win this one, the 2023 Fantasy Draft? And mm-hmm. John, I got absolutely shellacked in this poll. You <laughs> won 73% of the votes i had just a hand a, a tiny not even a handful of people had mm-hmm. faith in me to repeat so i'm officially taking over the mantle of the underdog in this oh, year's no. No, fantasy no, no. draft Hold on. nobody whoa, whoa, whoa. believes in me whoa, i've been whoa. i've been in the oh. locker room with everyone in the organization all night giving rallying the wow. you know giving the speech no one believes in us no one thinks wow. we can do it so we're okay. here we're get, we're getting ready it's going to be like the the miracle on ice this season for my team oh. we've got we've got nothing to lose no expectations all the pressure is on you so I'm ready to get this thing started. So so let me get this straight here. You took the fact that everybody on the poll, I believe, thinking I was the underdog, and that's why they voted in my direction, thinking maybe I was the underdog, and now you've used it, somehow you've spinned this like a politician into saying you're the underdog. Wait, in, in what scenario is the team that the vast majority of people think is going to win, when is that ever defined as the underdog, John? What are I'm you just talking saying, about? You're saying they picked you to win because they think you're the underdog? That sympathy, doesn't make any sense. Sympathetic, because, you know, all year I got beat up over it, and they were like, no, we really just they want were to sympathy see John votes. win this okay. one. Yeah, it was so, sympathy votes. Okay, well, let me just yeah. remind everyone, you know, when you're when you're putting your votes in, 
you can't let emotion get in the way of it, okay? You can't pick your favorite host. If I annoy you or whatever, you can't just give the vote to John. You have to assess it on the merits of the rum bar, okay? So I would have it no other way. That's correct. Yes. I think, you know, John is, is the, the, the more cheerful, you know, nicer of the two of us, I, you know, so... Don't uh, don't let your feelings on me get in the way of, of judging mm-hmm. things objectively. Mm-hmm. Is all, all I right. will say. Well, okay, that's I agree with that last point. There, we're we're in good uh, good agreement there. At least. You agree that I'm uh, I'm I'm the, the asshole of the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that. You implied that. <laughs> what I will say is my first pick uh, is gonna is gonna be a doozy for you. Okay. And I, I'm gonna I'm just gonna jump into it here. You know. We're, uh, this is not going to be a surprise, and that's okay. Just like in sports fantasy drafts, you know, there are perennial favorites uh-huh. and long careers, Hall of Famers, if you will. And my first rum selection this year, I didn't have too much doubt about it. Okay. I really didn't. I, I felt like I was going to go with this knowing I had first pick this year and yet you couldn't block me from it and felt like it was the right thing to do. It's, it's the consensus number one in my mind. Okay, and, so you're just going and, with the crowd. Well, no, 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 no. Not going with the crowd. The crowd <laughs> is, in this case, the the right, you know, just because it's a crowd doesn't mean they're wrong. Okay. Uh, and in this case, it's a crowd favorite for a reason, Will, and that mm-hmm. is Hamden Distillery's Rum Fire. We're going with <laughs> Rum Fire, overproof, also unaged, so, you know, it can fit in here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's cheap, so, you know, we're talking, what, $28 on this site? I mean, what a deal for that rum that we've talked about time and time and time again is kind of like salt if you want to use it in cocktails, that it makes everything come alive. Mm-hmm. It is fantastic on its own. You can sip it. It just does so many things that if we're talking about a Desert Island rum bar and you have rum fire, that's a win in my category already. I, I, I fail to see how most people aren't going to see that that way. So, you know, I feel like I'm starting strong here john let me just ask you real quick where did you get the idea to draft rum fire first (laughs) well it was first pick last year let's just say (laughs) that did happen Uh and uh you know when you picked it i wasn't surprised then either and it was a good selection so why would i go away from something that is the right selection you know as you said hey you you won in a landslide last year so (laughs) you know i'm not saying i'm gonna copy the rest of your strategy that's not gonna happen but you started well and I'm, i'm just echoing that okay well to follow the theme of us using the other person's picks oh shit (laughs) i was hoping this wouldn't happen (laughs) for my second pick i am going to take probitas the Uh lightly aged multi-country blend from foursquare and hampton distillery so hampton kind of getting in there in the in the first two picks a, a little bit you know Everyone, you know, this rum needs no introduction. Everyone knows it's one of the best daiquiri rums out there in existence right now. Also great in so many other contexts. You've got yeah. the, you've got some aged, lightly aged Barbados rum. You've got some unaged, funky Hampton rum in there in the mix. And it just comes together beautifully. It fulfills a few different categories. Could be used in the lightly aged. Could yep. be used in the multi-country blend category. So it's it's a versatile pick, and it's not that expensive either. So let's yeah. let's let me check the uh, the price here. Actually, 
on on old Probitas. We've got twenty five bucks. So I remember last year I came out with Guns Blazing. You know, I was doing big spending early on. So uh, although I did start with Rumfire, but you know, I'm keeping things a little conservative with this first pick. I am going with something that is a crowd favorite and this is what you picked after my rumfire pick last year so i think from this point out we'll converge a little bit from last year's picks but diverge right as yeah yeah, converge diverge (laughs) as you pointed out this tends to happen in fantasy sports drafts as well you have a a couple of people who for you know a three to four year period will Mm -hmm. often be the number one or number two picks that kind of thing so i'm going to go ahead and slot this into my lightly aged category which as we said yep. that can be moved later on so i slotted rum fire in for you in the overproof category as you said that also works mm-hmm. in the unaged category mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. this does mean actually interestingly this doesn't mean that other hampton rums are off the table for you because as you and i right. were discussing before we started recording we consider rum fire to be a distinct brand within hampton mm-hmm. now the hampton estate rums you know, completely different bottle, completely different label. We consider those a distinct brand. Just as Probitas, it's, you know, it doesn't prevent me from picking any Foursquare or Hampton Rums because it's a separate brand. So anyway, yeah, I think we're off to a good start here. Both great picks. And it's, it's also interesting how some of the most highly valued picks are some of the The cheapest, cheapest rums, Mm -hmm. 28 bucks and 25 bucks the first picks so yeah uh we're off to a good start maybe a predictable start but i think from here things are going to get a little bit more interesting so let me do were you expecting me to follow up by taking your pick after you took my pick from last year i, I put it at about 50 50 so i had <laughs> i had plans to pick that if you didn't mm-hmm. that would have been my next pick for all the reasons you mentioned really mm-hmm. because strategically the both rumfire and probitas really work well for what we've set up because they give you so much versatility for the price and yep. that's really why they are so high up so yeah I, I half expected you literally to to pick it and half thought maybe you would try to get creative and go away from it just because you wanted to see what would happen so i was ready either way i've got something you know that that is going to work for me still down the line okay. and we'll be okay yeah so yeah, it's not going to kill me this year like you did. I my strategy is is definitely more bulletproof than last year. All right. Well, so let me know what are you what are what are you answering with? Well, you you mentioned something. You mentioned that you could still pick Foursquare, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, even though you had Probitas, which I am keenly aware of, and felt like you know, given that mm-hmm. there's another rum on this list that I feel is somewhat similar, and we recently have attested to its quality, for its price. Okay. And that is a huge driving factor in what we're looking Mm. at here in terms of it being a draft pick. Okay. Uh, And I think it's also interesting because, you know, in our format, we have three aged slots. And so that's, you know, by far the most. Well, not by far, it's by one the most. But I feel like it gives me a little anxiety if I wait on all the Mm. aged categories. Yeah. So I, I feel like I'm going with this one for a few different reasons, and I feel like it's a crowd pleaser. Again. Okay. So we're going with RL Seals, 12-year Barbados rum, 92 proof, uh, a wonderful rum, a wonderful bottle, distinct. You get all the pleasure of Foursquare for $39. And it's just one of the best values in rum. It's one of a, the best sipping experiences at that price that you can have in an aged rum. And you can really, you know, for $39, I can do a lot of mixing with this and not feel bad about it either. Yeah. So no, I th- I think it. You know, we just we maybe a couple months ago we had our 
blind Foursquare tasting, and I believe RLCL12 graded out very well in that exercise. So yes. it is, it's a great rum. It's a workhorse rum. And yeah, you're not breaking the bank. And I, I salute you. So that's all I can say. All right. So let's I will see say, if you could, yeah. if you could enter your pick into the official ah, yeah, spreadsheet, please. Uh, yep. So I, I'm Absolutely. not pulling double double duty over here, entering for I, both you know, of us. I'm, I'm so focused on my strategy of what I'm doing next. I forgot about it. You know, I just want to make sure I'm lining things up. But yes, this is being entered as we speak, sir. All right. So I think that you and I have a little bit of this. Is where our strategies differ a little bit, and it's the same thing as last year. Last year, you saved your budget. And mm-hmm. last year, I, I started out, you know, I opened my wallet early on after the Rumfire pick. And I'm going to do that again this year. And I'm going to go with a rum that is really just, it's just a delight to drink this rum. And I think, you know, the backstory of what they're doing is cool. The way they do it is cool. But I was able to share a dram of this at Miami Rum Congress. I think you, you might have been with me at the time. But we okay. shared a dram of this with Mitch, actually. And that okay. should probably clue you into what mm. I am selecting. Okay. So I'm going to go over to our long-aged category. And I am going to select Black Tot Masters Reserve Rum 2022 at 54.5%. So this is their annual release. It's $159. And actually, there's a little bit of a decision here because High Times website has both the 2023 and the 2022 in stock. And not only is the 2022 a bit cheaper, you know, they're both on the pricey side, but the 2022 Mm -hmm. is 159. The 2023 is 189. I haven't had the 2023 yet, but I have had, I have tried the 2022 and was quite taken with it. You know, I I think the standard black tot is a really tasty rum, but the, those, those masters releases are just so delicious. And I I really appreciate what they're doing. So I'm going to go ahead and pick that. And you know, it's a long aged rum. It's a multi-country blend. There was actually some question over, you know, where does this fit in the aged category? Mm -hmm. And they do do the extremely detailed breakdown of of the blend that they have. And this may be one of the few exceptions where we categorize something as long aged that, you know, the youngest rum in this blend would not qualify for young age, but, or, or, Long aged, aged. but Mm -hmm. there are so many old rums in this, and to me, it just drinks like a long aged rum. So it just felt like it belonged there. So, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and lock that in. Black Tot Masters Reserve 2022 at $159. And I'm going to tentatively put it in long aged, but who knows? Maybe I'll I'll move it around. Well, I I think it is a a great pick, and obviously the quality of that bottle is well-known. But I will say this. I think that could be your first mistake, Will. Mm, Why is that? I think it could be. Well, for one thing, I think the 2022, for whatever reason, was not kept in at quite as high as regard as the 2021, or even was it the 2020 version? I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to remember now, but I know the 2021 was favored over the 2022 by at least some online reviewers. And I know this because I looked deeply into it. Ooh. Now, I, I see that you don't feel scared by that. but And, and clearly, it's a great rum. So let, let's just be clear here. I'm not disparaging the quality of this rum. What I am saying is, given that you had the choice of going with the 2023, which maybe was less known right now and more expensive... 
versus the 2022, which had the kind of for a master's reserve black tot release, had more middling rums, more middling scores than the others previously. Eh, maybe that doesn't work in your favor as much as you might think it would. Well, here's so. where you and I might differ further, John, is that okay. I'm not playing to the crowd with my picks, okay? This is my desert island oh. rum bar, okay. all, right? all right? And okay. if I'm on my desert island, I feel so good about having that rum there. I don't care what the online review scores are. You can take those and, I don't know, do something with them, but get them out of my face. I'm picking Black Tot 2022. I don't care what the haters say. I think it's a delicious rum. So that's that's all there is to it. Hey, that's fair. The question is, will it be more delicious than my pick? <laughs> that is the question. Okay. And I'm going to partially answer that right now. <laughs> because I'm going with a long-aged pick for my next pick as well. All right. And it's one you might not expect, mm, um, okay. but it has grown on me. All right. And I didn't expect it either to grow on me because my first experience with this rum was kind of like, yeah, I like it, but do I like it enough? And then as I went through the sample that I have and got to the mo- bottom of it, I was like, you know what? I want more of this. And anytime you have a sample bottle that is now gone and you say to yourself, I want more of this, that's a good thing. Yep. And so... I also will admit there might be some recency bias with this. I know um, what this just, is. You know what this is, don't you? Just mm-hmm. because we, we recently had a talk with the makers of this brand. Yep. And so this is Isatier 16-Year Sugar Cane Rum, one of the only long-aged cane juice rums in the site that we could select from, and a fantastic a representative of we we know that cane juice long aged rums we've talked about well just I should say cane juice rums aged in general we we kind of you and I both gravitate towards either very long aged or very short aged or shorter lightly aged of those cane juice rums or unaged now there there was both the sugar cane and the molasses yes. sauties on the site I chose the sugar cane here because I felt like that was the better of the two. Mm-hmm. So that if you were bold enough to pick the other one, I still feel like I have that locked up. I think that's uh, also the consensus internet opinion too. So uh, yeah, well, I, I, so I do. Case, I, yeah. I agree with it though. I, I I thought both were fabulous rums, but I I did have the the, the cane juice a little bit ahead, and I recently purchased a bottle of it. So yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, I happen to know that also, that you purchased a bottle of it. So there was a little bit of strategery on my part there with picking that as early as I did. Yep. Well, I can't blame you. It's a good pick. And so I'm going to go in a completely different direction with my next pick. I'm going all the way from long-aged to unaged. Okay. But I'm going with cane juice unaged. Okay. Okay. So I am going to go with one of my favorite agricole distilleries. I think I know where you're going with this. And I am going to go with the Nissan L'Esprit <sighs> Agricole 70% cane yeah. juice unaged rum from yep. Martinique. So yep. if you've had the chance to try these L'Esprit rums, they, they have a variety of them that are released at extremely high high proof and 70 percent may have some of you listening being like oh my god that's just too much these rums will surprise you yes it is intense at 70 percent but the thing that always strikes me about many of these is how drinkable they still are so i wanted to go with just the purest uncut form of 
unaged cane juice distillate that I could get from our selection, which I believe there are about 18 options we have mm-hmm. of cane juice mm-hmm. unaged. And, you know, I've professed my, my love for, for Nissan's products before. There are some other fabulous choices on here, but I just, I had to go with this one. You know, it's just, it's a fun thing to have in the bar. 70% ABV, 140 proof behemoth of an unaged cane juice rum. I'm adding that now to my picks. Yeah, um, this is a great pick. And I had this lined up for my cane juice unaged as my number one. So I will admit that outright. It's a great pick. It's a great rum. And there's not much I can do about it now because you've, you've rightly taken it where it should have gone high up. I uh, was hoping to get to it before you. But I, I will say that there are some other picks there that I'm, I'm still yeah. confident you know, are, are, are pretty good. So I'm not uh, too worried, but I do think it's a, a nice pick. And, and the price is also great for that as a 70% rum. So. It, it is on the higher end of an unaged pick, though. Sure. It's $59. So rel- relative to the other choices, it is among the most expensive. So I am you know, opening the wallet to a degree with that one. But I'm, you know, it's early... I still feel comfortable. And at this point, I have, we're both three picks in. I have $757 left. You have $794 left. So you've got a little bit more breathing room than me, but we're both in the same ballpark. I'm feeling okay. Yeah. So what's it going to be from you? I've got a decision here. So I'm going to take my 30 seconds here and, and figure it out. Go for it. Shit's getting real. I mean, it was real for me from the first pick. I don't know why it's taking you so long to wake up. <laughs> All right. I think I have a selection. It's going to be a surprising one, I think. Some okay. people might be surprised by this, but I'm not. And if you've been paying attention to our podcast at all, I'm sure you will pick up on the fact that I'm a fan of this. So much so that I've been actively trying to find it in my area and have finally found a place. I haven't actually picked it up, but I know where to get it now. So I'm excited to do so and add it to my home bar. And now it's going to be coming to my Desert Island rum bar as well. And Can I just say, I think I know what this is. I'm not going to reveal my guess yet, but I think I know, know what it is. I'd be curious. It would really surprise me if you do know, <laughs> but I'll trust you if you say, yeah, this is what okay. you're saying. I won't All lie. Right. It's going to be the 100% column category. Does that okay. help you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is the Don Q yep. Cognac cast. I knew it. I knew yes. it. This rum just punches above its weight for what it is from Don Q, the highest ABV that they've released thus far on the market under their label. It is a really well done finished rum. We've talked a, a, a lot about how finished rums can sometimes be divisive, but this is one that is well done in every respect. It is certainly one of my favorite rums recently. And I just can't say enough good things about it. I also love that it can go a few different places, including where I'm going to slot it in to start with the 100% column. At $69, it is a little expensive. It's on the expensive side. And I know it's more than that in other places from what I've seen as high as 80 or even 85. But for 69 here, this price, I'm willing to pay that. And I think it's a great addition to, to this year's rum bar. Uh, yeah, I can't. Uh, you know, the reason why I knew what it was is because both you and I on multiple episodes have expressed an affinity for Don Q's aged rums yeah. and how we think they're underrated, how we think, you know, they can change 
kind of your perception of of the that that style of you know Puerto Rican rum, which I think so often gets lumped in with Bacardi and, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And the second I saw that in the inventory, I said to myself, "That is a rum that both John and I are." 100% going to Target. So it was yep. absolutely on my list. If you hadn't have picked that at some point, I would have picked it. So yeah. I salute that pick. I think it's a really good one. And uh, yeah, it, I've, I've had an opportunity to taste that rum. It's, 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 just, it's just a great example of an aged column still rum done properly with the yep. expert blending of the you know aged heavy column still rums, the light column still rums. It's just a, it's, it's a delightful pick, super drinkable, super approachable. And one that I can't, you know, I I try to find reasons to hate on you (laughs) as much as possible throughout this. But uh, when it's, it's a pick I wanted to make, I can, all I can do is tip my cap as they say. I've got more to add to this, but we're going to have to wait until the end of the draft before I can kind of talk a little bit more about something with it. Okay. We'll come back to it. All right. Yeah. So, John, if you'll remember last year, there was a turning point moment in the draft where mm-hmm. I had selected mm-hmm. Rumfire with my first pick, and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. I got the idea to do something diabolical, which was mm-hmm. to take another of the Jamaican overproof rums off the table before you could even draft one. I remember. So, <laughs> you've already used my first pick against me. I yep. can only assume that at some point you were going to try to... I, don't, I feel like that should have a name. You know, like a, in chess, there are names of openings. This is like <laughs> the overproof gambit or something like that is what the it Jamaican should be called. Jamaican over, overproof yeah, gambit. Yeah, something yes. like that. So I'm going to go ahead and nab what is one of the classics of rum. Needs no introduction. There's a couple of directions I could take this in, obviously, because we, mm-hmm. we do have the three... The triumvirate of you know what I think are probably the go-to Jamaican overproofs on here. They're all on the board. So yeah. I was kind of going back and forth. Do I want to go with the modern classic of Rumbar overproof or mm-hmm. the classic classic of Ray and Nephew overproof? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I, you know, I adore all three rums, right? Yeah. So yeah. this is this is not a, a judgment of of one being inferior to the other, but I just I have to make a decision, and I'm going to go with the classic of classics, John. I'm going to go with Ray and Nephew Overproof. So going to go ahead and slot that into my Overproof category where, you know, it's facing Rumfire, so I don't know how that's going to shake out. You know, Rumfire, that's a favorite. I'm not super confident that I'm going to be able to win that, but I at least wanted to have it in there for my own imaginary fantasy desert island rum bar enjoyment purposes that's just a rum that i would love to have and at 22 bucks it is the cheapest of the jamaican overproofs so you know i just it's it's a relief to have this one already i'm glad that you weren't able to do to me what i did to you last year that would have been a lot to take in so i've got my ray and nephew overproof i'm feeling good you know i mean clearly it's a it's a, a staple right this is the best way to put it. And I do think if you're going to have a chance against Rumfire, some people out there might select Ray and Nephew. I still think it's, it's less popular if in a head-to-head battle, but I think there are going to be some people. And hey, maybe those some people then think your overall bar is better than, than mine. So I, I can respect the pick. I can see it. And to your point about saying, hey, you're drafting for what you would want on your island from what's available, and I could certainly see that as well. I did consider 
doing the same diabolical trick as you, you did? After considering it, I felt like, first of all, no, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy, Will. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me you're not you're not a you're you're not a competitor then. You're I'm not, not a willing, hate drafter. You're, you're you're not willing to wait. Well, first of all, it's not like I drafted that just to screw you. It was also because hey, it's great. Who's gonna say no? How I mean, many didn't people? It end up on how your many bench? people listening right now have both? Ray and nephew and sure. Rumfire in okay. their bar. Okay, that's fair. They're, but they're also not on a desert island where they have to select eighteen rums only. Yeah, but I have to have an overproof and I have to have an unaged. And, okay, you know, those okay. both fill the category. So I thought listen. it ended up on your bench, but maybe I was wrong. No, no, I started okay, okay. it. And I, okay. I let me let me see which of your rums I beat to a pulp with my <laughs> Ray and Nephew pick. It was Nissan Blanc. You tried to come in here with Nissan Blanc in the unaged rum category against yeah, Ray and Nephew Overproof. Yeah, that's a great rum. It that's is. A great, that's why different. I had to have an even better rum. So I won that head-to-head wow. 60% to 39% percent john okay mm, so mm. ray and nephew not only did it hurt you in the overproof category it helped me beat you in the unaged yeah. because yeah nissan blog that's a formidable opponent but i was well, still able to triumph i will say this unlike last year as you mentioned there's still another jamaican overproof there is, that is yeah. out there so if you want to take all three at some point in this draft i, I almost feel like saying go ahead and do that i mean you know you might i as can't well. take all three you already um, took rumfire that's right. That's right. If you want to take both of those, thank you for reminding me. If you want to take both of those, mm. I'm still salty from the first year is what it is. I'm still remembering when you took Rumfire then. And, uh, it, you know, I, I say go ahead because, you know, I don't need the, that in my plan. It may okay. be an option. Don't oh. get me wrong. Don't get you me wrong. You think you're better. You think you're better it, than the Jamaican overproofs. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm better than anything. I'm saying if you were to take that, I still have a good plan in mind that I think is competitive. If not... Okay. Not just competitive, but might win. Wow. So, as much as I do love Rum Bar Overproof, by the way, it is a, a, a I love that rum. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, but there are other things in this year, so I'm not worried yet again. I'm I'm right. I'm in good shape right now. I'm feeling I'm flying high. I think so far this has gone the way I wanted it to. This so, is a lot of positive self talk from from you. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's yeah. good. It's keeping your spirits up <laughs> for what's coming later. So, what's All your right. pick? So, I've got another interesting pick here. And uh, this one's going to be something that I think is, how would I say, unusual, maybe. Okay. But given what it is, I could not pass it up in the selection that we have looking through this. And I will say there's an added reason I'm going to pick this. It's because you picked Probitas, which I anticipated might well happen. Yeah. So because you went with Probitas, the famous Hampton and Foursquare collaboration... I figured I'm also going to take a Hamden and Foursquare collaboration. Okay. And that is in the long-aged category from Rare Cane. It's the Jamaica plus Barbados 20-year Hamden 2001 and Barbados Foursquare 2005 blend. Okay. At $149, it is not cheap. Yeah. But... I will say this, given that a lot of people may not be as familiar with Rare Cane as a brand and a bottler, mm-hmm. and I wasn't till recently. Mike Hooker, when I went to his house in Austin, Texas, actually introduced me to it. He gave me some of the Hamden that they had bottled, and it was really great. Now, I will say this, I haven't had a chance to try this one, so it's a little bit of flying blind, Ooh. and I would, I would prefer to have tried it before I put it in my team. So, mm-hmm. I will say that, but I did my research. I did my research, and the people who have tried it 
have all said this is a fantastic rum. And to the point where I'm really, really curious about whether or not I might just pick this up in real life, just because I think it's such an interesting combination and I kind of want to have it. Okay. So I think it's a, a, a nice one. It fills out my long-aged category now, so I've got both of those checked and done. Interestingly, as you pointed out, I waited last year to spend money. This year, I'm not waiting as long to spend money, and I, I'm really confident that this is a something I would want to have on my desert island. You took a you took a, a leaf out of the old Will playbook here, <laughs> opening the wallet earlier. I, I did. I, I forgot last year. You actually finished with twenty four dollars unspent, and yep. uh, I was really proud of myself. I spent exactly a thousand dollars somehow, which wasn't even. It just kind of happened. I don't know if mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to do that again this year, but you know, it is it is a good pick and. The long-age category here is a little tricky. And like I said, yep. we'll include the spreadsheet just so people can kind of see the inventory we're working with because I mean, you can go to the High Time website and kind of poke around yourself, but our spreadsheet has everything in, in the category. So you can see that there's, you know, exactly, I think there's about 30, maybe 29 long-age picks, and they're almost all expensive. I think yep. the, the cheapest of the long-age category is... $51. Okay. So, and the average cost is definitely well over a hundred dollars. So it's, it's a tough category, especially with our budget. So mm-hmm. I don't begrudge you at all trying to get that, you know, squared away soon in, in this competition. So I'm going to take a quick moment to, to sort of think where I want to go with this. Oh, next pick, got you okay? on the ropes. Got you on the ropes now. That's right. Take your moment. All right. I know what I'm going to do. Okay. So, John, there's been a lot of talk lately about what is the ultimate Mai Tai rum, right? Mm, It's been the hot topic of conversation because of the release of Appleton 17-Year Legend, which is the reproduction of the, you know, fabled, mythologized original Mai Tai rum used by Trader Vic that, you know, that's not on the table here. And obviously, if it were, I don't think either of you, either of us would go out of our way to drop $500, half of our budget on it. So what I am going to do, there is a rum out there that was created for the purpose of being a rum for Mai Tais. And it works great in a Mai Tai, but it's also a really pleasant everyday sipper outside of that as well. It has Jamaican rum. It has some Grand Arome rum from Mm. Martinique. Okay. It fits into the aged category, and it is Denizen Merchant's Ah, Reserve eight-year rum. So this is one of those rums, budget-friendly, at $28 Mm -hmm. here Mm -hmm. on the High Time Mm -hmm. website. Fits into the aged category. It's a rum I have a lot of experience with. it's, It's a great rum in a Mai Tai. You know, if you just want to have to use one bottle, in a Mai Tai, it works great. And, you know, I might want a Mai Tai on my island. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find Orjot on the on the island or, or orange <laughs> or orange liqueur, but, you mm-hmm. know, maybe I can rustle up some approximations and use this on here. But even if I'm not able to make a Mai Tai, John, it's, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's, I believe, 43% ABV, so it's not knocking your socks off, but it's got right. that little bit extra, you know, you can pour it neat and ha- have a sip. It works in a pinch every day. So I'm penciling in or not penciling in, with Sharpie, I am etching into our spreadsheet Denizen Merchants Reserve 
actually, I don't even know if they're calling it Merchant Stores. They, they did a, a, a label update recently. I think it might just be Denizen 8 now or something like that. But mm-hmm. everyone knows the rum I'm talking about. I'm going to go ahead and put that in here. It fits into the age category. It can also, hey, it's a multi-country blend as well. So who knows? That's I can move this true. one in a, a few different places. But yeah. it's one that I had earmarked early on as just, uh, you know what? That's a solid, very affordable rum that I yep. think is versatile and fits well in my bar. So I wanted to go ahead and grab it right now. That's a nice rum. And, you know, I, I would say sort of like, it's it's fine. And I, I, that's not to denigrate it, denizens, denigrate. It, it's good. And for all the reasons you just mentioned, look, it's cheap. It's useful in a lot of ways. I think the versatility helps you. Um, but I also think I can beat it, maybe. Let's see. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. It depends. Uh, you know, matchups are a big thing. Yeah. All right. I think I'm going to stay in the age category. I'm going to okay. follow suit here. Go and ahead. Uh, we're going to keep with that, but I'm going to go in a different direction in terms of what rums I want in my aged category. All right. Go um, for it. So I, I've got my long aged rums already, as yeah. we talked about, and what those are. And I feel like there's also something else I want to have in here. And this one is from experience, having tasted it and being wowed by it. I was really impressed with this one. This was back on a trip I had to New York mm-hmm. uh, and with one of our listeners, Kim Michael and Mora uh, Gedev from Holmes Key. Mm-hmm. Um, we met up, we had some drinks there, we enjoyed the evening. And one of the pours that I had there was, this was at the Brandy Library, I believe is where we met, Okay, uh, was was this one and uh, really, really enjoyed it. Or it may have been a cousin of this one, to be frank, but I was I know, I know what this is too. Yeah. So I'll, I'll dispense with the suspense and say it's the Impex collection. But of the two, there is both a Clarendon and a Long Pond on the site. There is. I'm going with the Long Pond. Duh. 14-year, 54.4%. Everyone knew you were that. going with the Long Pond, John. <laughs> Everyone prefers the Long Pond. Actually, I, no, no offense if you prefer the Clarendon, but most people I talk to prefer the Long Pond, including yeah. me. It's a fabulous rum. Yeah. Yep. It's really good. They're doing great things there at that. And, and, you know, I just think it fits really well into what I want. Yes, it's another Jamaican. I do have a Hamden already for a long age, but I feel like, you know, we talk about this all the time. The diversity of rum, even within the island of Jamaica, is so broad that this one is a stunner. And I feel like it's a great rum at $99, the price point for where it is. 54%. Again, it's not super high, but high enough that you're getting everything from it. And really, really excited to have this on the squad. Yeah, I I can't fault you at all. That's another one that I was definitely considering having at some point. It's a really good, and at $99, I think it's a really good value for what you're getting there. And I I think they had a, I can't remember if it was 12 or 13 years, they had another long pond in those releases that was Mm -hmm. also really, really good. So I'm I'm a fan of those those rums that Impex released for sure. And it's just nice to have a a Jamaican distillery other than Hampton, Worthy Park, Appleton, you know, long getting Long Pond in there is is it's a nice move. You know, I, I feel like I'm being a little too complimentary here, but <laughs> I know where I'm going next already. Okay. And I, I think okay. you know, there's a point I know in fantasy football drafts where like one person drafts a certain position and then there's a run on that position. And I yes. feel like we're kind of in that right now with the aged drums because yeah. we each need to have three aged drums. And by aged drums I mean rums aged between four and fourteen, four and fifteen years old. So we have two long-aged, three standard-aged, one lightly-aged. So, you know, we each have a number of roster spots to fill. 
And so where I am going to go with my next pick, obviously it's going to be aged after that preamble. Sure. And I'm going to go with a rum. There's a lot of rums to choose from in the inventory that come from this distillery. But there is only one rum in the inventory that is part of this distillery's flagship line. The, the line that kind of put them on the map. Mm. Maybe not put them on the map, but it's kind of, it's, it's, it's what they're primarily known for these days. You know, people go get a bottle, they snap a picture of it. People, you know, every time they release a new one in this, everyone's got to have it, okay? And yeah. by now you may know, I'm talking about Foursquare's Exceptional Cask Selection series. So yeah. I saw a little bit of wincing in your face there. I made sure I had the Zoom video up. I wasn't just looking at the <laughs> spreadsheet because I wanted to see the look on your face when I picked this because everyone knows you, you make multiple references on the podcast to, you know, having too much Foursquare, you know, yeah. you feel like you always have to buy it. So I knew this would hurt you a little bit. Okay. And you just took one of the ones that I was planning on getting, but this was on my list too, because listen, yeah. you know, the Foursquare ECS series is indelible no pun intended Mm. it's a it's a big part of rum right now and there is one selection from that series available on the high time website right now and that is the vintage release foursquare 2010 exceptional cask mark and it is the 12 year foursquare at 120 proof so this is their annual vintage release yeah foursquare 2010 and at just $84 is a pretty good price for that. It is. So I'm feeling good. You know, it's it's more expensive, but, you know, your Impex was 99 This one was 84 I don't know mm-hmm. if I'll match this one up with the Impex or not, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I do feel really good about having this one in my picks. You know, just have, ha- knowing that I have a Foursquare ECS selection sure. in my Desert Island Rum Bar, is a, it's, it's comfort food. It's comfort food for my Desert yep. Island Rum Bar. Yep. You know, it's yep. something I can just go to and... It's tasty, it's familiar, it's consistent, it's quality, yeah. it's reliable. I know what I'm getting, and I'm glad to have it there. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, a, it's a good pick, and what hurts about it is that, as you mentioned, there is only one Foursquare ECS on this particular site, and you've just nabbed it. Yep. So that that's probably the toughest piece of this for me because as a Foursquare fan, and yes, I do have that blend already on my roster, but a an ECS Foursquare is tough to beat. I mean, let's just say it's it's a touchstone, you might say, in terms of... Oh, there we know, go. Runs. We got two in there. <laughs> and um, so having said that, I will say this as a, as a tiny thing, and now I feel like I'm being overly critical of every pick you make, and I don't, didn't intend to, but I will say this. I had a sample of 2010 recently with a Florida Rum Society event, and it was my least favorite of the more recent vintages. I would put 2005 first. I've always said that. It's still my favorite. 2007's probably the next one for me. And then of the, the, the significant, sorry, the subsequent releases after that, I think I liked 2008, then 2009, and then 2010. So I feel like, for whatever reason, as the vintages have gone on, wherever the flavor profile has drifted, has drifted away from my palate, not significantly, but at least noticeably so. Okay, um, I see. So, you, I see you doing a little campaigning here, trying to rub <laughs> some of the, the the shine off of my pick right here. Okay, let me ask you this, Mister ECS. 
Yeah. Have you tasted these next to each other blind, or is this no. just going off memory and nostalgia for the early four squares that you had? And oh my God, 2005 is just so much better than all the other years. Oh, I would pay so much more for it. Oh, I'm going to buy it for $300 on auction. Like what, what is going on here? So I have, you're right to point that out. And I will tell you, <laughs> it's true. I haven't done a blind taste test of 2010 versus the other vintages. You're right. I only had a small sample of it, actually. However, there's enough sample left, so I will do this in the future just to see. Um, But what I will say is what I did do was I tasted it next to two other Foursquare offerings in that same tasting, one of which, believe it or not, was RL Seal 12. And guess which one I preferred that night? You picked RL RL Seal Seal 12 12 over Foursquare 2010? Well, just in terms of what it offered, I felt like I was, and this was not blind, by the way. So keep in mind, there is something okay. there also. But I was like, you know, this RCL 12 is really pushing against this 2010. And again, blind, maybe I would make a different decision. And so just coincidentally, this yeah. RLCL 12 also happens to be a rum that you've selected just, for your time. Just, uh, just, uh, just getting is. that out there. But yeah. anybody in Florida Rum Society listening to this knows that I'm telling the truth about those two rums being in the same tasting. So, <laughs> okay. yeah. Well, just, just because you're telling the truth doesn't way. make you any less wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, we, we shall see, sir. We shall see. We um, shall but see. I've got more damage to do to you here. All so right. Let's do I'm it. I'm going to move on and into something here that I think, you know, I'm, I'm conflicted about this one because okay. part of me feels like you would never pick this. Hmm. And so I feel like I'm kind of going too high on it. Okay. But I'll also say my plan sort of hinges on it. So I'm, oh. I've almost forced myself in a way into picking this now just so that I can make sure I've got a plan for the rest of the way. And that I feel more confident it will work out in this way. So I'm going to go with it. And I'm going to do this that I think is the right move here. And time will tell. But I'm going into the lightly aged category, which is a tough category, as you mentioned. And uh, because of that, I think I have to get something here before you pull some sort of joker move on me. Okay. And we're going to go with something that... You know, I, I've I've had some people tell me they agree with me on this. I think it was Richard Nicholson said he agrees on this one. But some people, maybe they're they're surprised by it because of the brand this is. Oh, I know what this is. This is Diplomatico Planas. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. Planas. All right. And of the Diplomatico products. And I know a lot of people out there are going, what? Crazy. But the Diplomatico Planas does, it's, so this is a very lightly aged rum. It's a white rum. It's a daiquiri rum. And it mm-hmm. is one of my very favorite daiquiri rums. And it is not sweetened. So unlike your Reserva Exclusiva that is sweetened out of this world, even though a lot of people do love that rum and and don't care, others really don't want the sweet, this Planas is a fan-freaking-tastic rum. And don't let, if you're not a DRE fan, don't let that stop you from getting this bottle as a, a daiquiri rum. It's $21 on this site. And I can't get over the fact that that is just, I need a daiquiri rum on my island. And I'm hoping my island has limes, and I'm set. So, you know, $21, can't beat it. This is uh, something I need on my, my rum bar. All right. Yeah. You know, I, I know you have an affinity for that rum. I, I believe, I, I feel like we did an episode where you talked about daiquiris at some point, and you shared your affinity for that. And, you know, it, it's a... Uh, I think you're correct in your assessment of it. And, I, you know, people have a certain perception of Diplomatico, but that is a, the, like, people who have had that rum love that rum, is what I'll yeah. say about it. Like, I haven't met people who have had it and are just like, oh, yeah, it's 
like it's trash or whatever. So I think it's a very well respected, especially a lot of bartenders really value that rub. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a good pick. You know, I'm feeling pretty comfortable with my option for lightly aged right now. Understood. But, sure. but yeah, you know what? You need a lightly aged rum that you enjoy and you followed your heart there. I, mm-hmm. I can respect it. Okay. I'm not going to try to do anything to like subtly <laughs> shit on your pick like you've been doing with all of mine. I'm going to take the high road and I'm going to let right, everyone okay. know that I'm doing that. All right. I, I'm going to, much like my last couple of picks, they've been securing things. You know, obviously there was also some strategy with the Foursquare ECS, but that's one mm-hmm. that I genuinely want in my bar. I'm going to do another one that I genuinely want. This is a rum that I've talked about on the show before. It's a really great value in the rum world right now. It brings in something that I don't currently have in my Desert Island rum bar, a different okay. country. Shit. And I know what this is, and I'm mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got my Go first groan. It. I got my first groan out of you. <laughs> I hope that what I'm picking is what you think that I'm picking now. I'm, I'm um, hoping it is. Well, I'm hoping it's not, but if it is, yeah. Damn it. Go ahead. I am going to go with Chairman's Reserve Legacy. Damn. <laughs> yes, that was what I thought it was going to be. I had to pause because I had to pull Zoom back up so I could see your face as I was Shit. saying it to make sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. this makes me feel even better about the pick, knowing that you wanted it too. So I'm slotting this in. I, I don't think that I put as much priority into getting my aged picks out of the way early on last mm-hmm. time as I did this time. But this is a rum from Chairman's Reserve that has, a you know, one of the things we love about St. Lucia Distillers is the plethora, the smorgasbord, yep. the poo-poo platter of stills <laughs> that they have there to choose from. Well <laughs> and this is a lower dollar rum from them that's, you know, always available that brings in a lot of different distillates from different stills. And it also even brings in some of their cane juice distillate, mm-hmm. which is a really cool thing that they add there as well. So that's another thing I wanted in my bar. I wanted a rum that had both molasses rum and cane juice rum in it. This one checks that box. And it's really, it's it's another one, 43% ABV. It just sits into that category for me of everyday sipper. I think it punches above its weight. It's not going to blow the doors off you, but it has some complexity. It's really enjoyable. And at $36, I just, I think it's such a good value in rum right now. And I'm really, really, because I, I thought that this, this might be one that you're targeting as well. And so I'm yeah. relieved now that I have confirmation that you were targeting it. So I appreciate you not displaying too much of a poker face. No, I mean, this, it, it we know how great this rum is. The value of it is there. St. Lucia, there's there's a few St. Lucia offerings here, so it's not as if it's the only one, but it is, in my mind, probably the best of them. So, you know, can't say anything better than that, and unfortunately, I can't subtly shit on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting to subtly shit on one of your picks, so I'm interested to see what you have coming up next. Well, I feel like that means I'm doing a pretty good job. I am sweating to the point where my glasses are fogging up. So <laughs> there is there is <laughs> certainly some tension in this draft. I told you um, all the pressure is on you. I'm team nobody <laughs> believes in us. So, you know, I'm playing with right. house money over here. Team nobody believes in the current champions. Right. Gotcha. All right. I'm going to go with another one here that I think is an interesting one. This could be divisive as well. But okay. For me, it's not in the sense that I am super in love with this rum, and I think you are too. Okay. And so part of the strategy, of course, here is finding the right times to pick these before you can get to them. 
And yes. as you did with the Chairman's Reserve Legacy, I'm hoping to do that back to you with this pick. And uh, the only reservation I have about it is that there's other good picks for this category. Okay. So it's a little bit of a... But, you know, look, we're mid-draft now. This isn't a high-round pick, right? You, so you got to get like, your guys at this point. Exactly. You, know? you exactly. got to go out and get your guys. Right. So I'm, I'm going to do that right now. Going in the non-Caribbean category is Paranubes Oaxaca Rum. Just a fantastic example of a Mexican rum. We've talked ad nauseum about the merits of this rum and how great it really is at doing a lot of different things and just giving me some real different type vibes in yeah. my rum bar that I want. I want this there. I think it's well-respected in bars. I think it's well-respected. I really don't mind sipping this rum. Other yeah, people have said, oh great. my gosh, no, I really enjoy sipping this rum and I think it's a really stellar standout in its category. So, you know, anytime you can get what you feel like is a standout in a category, in this case, I'm speaking of Mexican rum as more of a category, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not necessarily the whole non-Caribbean, but I think that is where I want to go. So for $39, I am taking this one liter bottle of Paranubis. Yeah. Well, I can't lie. If I said I wasn't considering having a Mexican rum in my bar. So, mm-hmm. and that's still on the table. There's some other options out there. We talked about all the interesting stuff coming out of Mexico these days. And, um, and some people may question why is that in the non-Caribbean category because Mexico does have a coast on the the, yeah. the Caribbean. But you know, those rums come from Oaxaca. It's, you know, uh, the part of Oaxaca they're in. It's not like it's right on the coast or anything. So right. we kind of categorize them as, as non-Caribbean. But yeah, look, Paranubes, it's it's a good, you know, it's a rum that has a lot of huge fans out there. It's also a rum that has people, it can be a little divisive. Some people yeah, are like, whoa, yeah. what the hell's going on with that? I, you know, that's right. not for me. So um, I respect the, you know, going out on a limb there with that pick. And yeah, yeah I, I like it. it. Like I said, I was considering Mexico as well. You know, time will tell if I go through with it or not. Now that yep. you've already you know, put one up there that I'll have to go against, but I like the pick. I'm also looking for a balance. You and I have both talked about how much we're enjoying a lot of unaged rums and this being an example of a really well done one versus some of the long aged and aged that we already have. So I feel like it's just given me some good balance. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a great pick. I like it. Okay. I've got some decisions to make here. Let me, uh, let me take just a quick beat to look this sure. over. All right, Gola. All right. I'm going to do something that's never been done. Oh, in shit. Okay. Rumcast fantasy draft history. Actually, no, wow. I'm not. Thought, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'll get back to that. Uh, I thought I was going to do something, but I'm still, I'm, I'm going to take another rum that is one that I've spoken about on the podcast before. And okay. it's actually, it's one I was surprised to see in the inventory because it's been out for a few years and it actually has, there's a, a new edition of it in the line that is out now that's newer, but they had the older one on there. So mm. I'm looking towards my non-Caribbean category right now. Okay. And I, I need I need to populate it, you know? I don't yeah. think I have any non-Caribbean picks yet. So I've got to go ahead and get something and, you know, I don't want to spend too much right now. I kind of want to feel out my budget and a lot of the 
there, there's kind of really inexpensive non-Caribbean picks that I think are, are good. I think Paranubes was a good example of that at $39, pretty affordable. And then there's a lot that are like higher priced, like the Isadier rums, for example, um, which you already took the, the cane juice one anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to mm-hmm. go in sort of a mid-range, and I'm going to go to a distillery that we both really enjoy that is not in the Caribbean, that we in the past had a habit of mispronouncing quite a bit. So I'm going to try to pronounce it correctly when I say that I'm going to Beanley Distillery in Australia. And I'm selecting the Transcontinental Rum Line Australia 2013 six-year aged Beanley Rum from Australia. So this is a molasses rum from Australia aged six years. And just Beanley just has that signature taste. It just no one else tastes like it. And it's a unique thing to have in the rum bar. And the reason I said I was going to do something that hadn't been done before was because mm-hmm. I thought that the rum I had on my desk, what? because I actually, I still have a little bit of that bottle left, of that that older edition of it, like I was saying. Because um, okay. this isn't the latest bottling. It's the pre, I think it's the first one they did from right. that TCRL did from Australia. Right. And I thought I had the, the, I thought I had that on my desk, but my computer was blocking it. And what I actually have is the TCRL Mauritius, uh, which is <laughs> yeah. not, so I was going to draft a rum that I could also take a drink of right now, but I can't do that because it's downstairs and I'm not going to run down there. So I'm going to go ahead and get something for the non Caribbean category and put this in right now. TCRL Australia 2013 at 59 bucks. And to give a brief budget update, I'm at $528 in remaining budget, and you are at $417. Are, are, are mm. you feeling the squeeze? Yeah, I mean, you're over $100 down from where I am. There's kind of a role reversal from last year. Right, right. Well, no, I'm, I'm not feeling too bad about it. I mean, if you think about a $1,000 budget and how many picks we've had, you know, I have more than 40% of my budget left. I'm feeling okay with that. Had right. I been under $200, yeah, I would have been uh, definitely sweating it. Rumcasters, Will here with one more brief interruption to let you know that, hey, if you've listened this far into a rum fantasy draft, you are the exact type of person who belongs in the Rumcast Patreon community. This is a way for you to not only support the show, but to also get in on all the extra nerdy stuff we're doing in there from our bonus episodes where John and I take you through what we're tasting to our monthly online happy hours where we get together with other people who love rum enough to listen to a fantasy rum draft. So if that's you, go to patreon.com slash the rumcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash the rumcast to join us all inside today. All right. Now back to the draft. All right, we're back with the rest of our fantasy rum draft here. We're now eight picks in, Will, almost halfway. And uh, I'm looking at our teams, and I like what I'm seeing. I think it's, as it was last year, going to be really interesting to see what people think. But for now, onward and upward. And uh, I'm going to start this round with picking my unaged Oh, okay. I was wondering when this domino was going to fall. Yeah. And it may be slightly unconventional given what's on the board right now, but I have a reason for it. And I think I I like it enough that it's going to maintain the principle of what I'm trying to do here, which will become clear as everything is picked. Okay. I'm going to go with... A Belizean rum. I knew it. I knew you were going to pick this. Did you? I did. did. I 100% knew, yes. Oh, 
I'm going with the Kapali White. Yep, I knew it. Yeah, I'm going to sound like uh, such an asshole because every time you're like starting to say what you're getting, I'm like, oh, I knew it. But well, we know each other. Have... We know what each other. You know, we know each other's tastes yeah. really well at this point. I think. But that's true. We do know each other well enough. Well, well enough to scoop each other once in a while. Even. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and it might have had something to do with that. You know, I even had the shirt on today. So. Ah. Okay. Uh, Yep. So Kapali White, really great rum. Look, 42% ABV is not going to knock your socks off, as you had said about another rum earlier. But what I do think this brings is a different flavor profile. Really well-made white rum here. Sorry, I should say unaged. They they call it Kapali White as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But a a really well-made unaged that brings something different to the table that I want to have that, again, this is a, a rum that I can sip. And I'm great sipping this. This is a rum that I would mix with till my heart is content and use in a lot of classic drinks. And I just think it it fits here. And, you know, I've got a couple things going on where I could move around some unaged things here, too. So I'm not quite sure where I'm going to slot things in. But this is a rum that I want to have on my roster. Yeah. Well, that's one that I had kind of starred as well. It's just not necessarily like I'm getting this at at all costs, but one that I think is a, I think it's underrated. I think when we, when we had our episode with Ed Tiege, I I think Mm -hmm. I said on there, like the, the unaged rum, like the, because it's a blend of their, I think it's what 75% column still 25% pot still. And you know, the column still distillate in it is, is, I'm not going to say it's neutral, but it's it's a lot lighter in intensity. But you get this nice. It's just a really great approachable blend. It's not going to knock your socks off in in terms of like weirdness or funkiness, but it's just to me a really well executed, radio friendly, unaged cane juice rum. It's it's really tasty. So yep. I had that one earmarked as well, and I think it's a. It's a good pick. Yeah, the unaged category is interesting, man, because there's mm-hmm. a variety of directions each of us could go in. And uh, yeah, I've got some thinking to do on where, where I'm going to take things next. Yeah, I'm hope- hoping to put the pressure on you a little bit here. All right, you know what? Fuck it. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. I don't like hearing that. I'm going to do it. Oh, no. I did don't it last it. year, and I'm going to oh. do it again. If you do what I think you're about to do, I am going to be upset. Because it was going to be my next pick. I was like just trying to bide my time with it. Surely I can't do this two, two years in a row. I mean, I have backups this year, but I would still be not happy. Okay, well, I, I thought earlier you were saying you weren't going to go in this direction. So I thought it was okay, but I don't, I don't know what you're uh, thinking about. But okay. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to make it back-to-back years of grabbing two Jamaican overproof rums. And I'm going to grab <laughs> rum bar overproof. Is that what you were thinking? No, actually, it was different. So I'm kind of relieved in a way. But at the same time, I did have this starred to go back to and felt like I had more time. So, yeah. yes, in a way, you have done it two years in a row. However, I'm still OK at this point. Uh, All right. I'm still feeling pretty good. Yeah. So I'm slotting this into my unaged category for now. I've got the Ray and Nephew down there in the overproof uh, going up against Rumfire, the heavy hitter. So, you know. I'm feeling very uneasy about that. But as I said last year, I mean, if you if you put Ray and Nephew Overproof and Rumbar Overproof next to each other in a lineup, mm-hmm. they're very different. Very different. Really, all three of those rums are very different from one another. And yes, they all can play the same role, but they play it so differently. You know, it, it, yeah. it's like it's like getting three great actors who all audition well for the part of the, you know, the lead of whatever movie. Yeah. It's but like they the three all, tenors. They, I, 
Oh, wait, is that like Pavarotti and I don't Placido know the other Domingo. ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's like the three tenors, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I like having both of them and I just like continuing. Maybe this will be a tradition. I'm the, the two Jamaican overproof guy, but now mm-hmm. I've got Rumbar overproof. I've got Ray and Nephew overproof. You know, Rumbar at 25 bucks, Ray and Nephew at 22 bucks. And yeah, like I said, I'm I'm taking a little bit of a different strategy here. I've still got yeah. 503 bucks left in my budget. It's I wasn't <sighs> going into expecting to go this way, but I'm conserving things for some reason, yeah. John. Yeah. Well, it's look, it's it's a super solid pick, and I've got nothing bad to say about it. We we talked about it earlier. I would have come back to it at some point had you not picked it, and it would have been later in the draft. But strategically, I felt like I'm still okay with where I'm at, mm. even though you have those two because I still have the trump card of rum fire that I feel pretty confident with. So unlike right. last year, I feel I'm okay. Although I, I, again, can't say enough good things about Rumbar Overproof. It is a really great product from Worthy Park. And transitioning into my next pick, All right. you'll notice I don't have any Worthy Park uh, yeah, on I my did roster that. at the moment. And it's my favorite distillery. You did the same thing last year. I think you had zero Worthy Park rums because I got Estate Reserve and I got 109 last year. Yeah. Well, not this year, Will. (laughs) Not this year. All right. All right. But it might not come in the form that you're thinking. I think I know what it is. Uh, I can read you like a book, John. (laughs) We've been doing this for too long now. (laughs) This is a rum that is near and dear to my heart for obvious reasons and Yes, I'm picking it for that because it, there is an attachment to it. But in reality, the pick is here because this is a fantastic, yes, a John Gullah fantastic rum that I think stands out even amongst some other stands out, standouts from Hamilton. And that is the Hamilton Florida Rum Society oh, Country Blend. This is not where I thought you were going. Wow. Okay. Yes. I Let's like go. that reaction. Yeah. Yes. So the Multi Country Blend, which is Aged Worthy Park, I, th- I can't remember the split right now, but it's Aged Worthy Park in Guyana, Diamond I think Distillery. it's 6535 yeah, Guyana yeah. to Jamaica. I'm just spitballing, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. This is just a workhorse of a rum. Yeah. That is, there's so many applications for it. It makes everything better. I kind of feel like there's a little bit of that same kind of rumfire esque type of thing that you can splash this into certain drinks, and it just it livens it up. It awakens it. Mm-hmm. And again, twenty three dollars. This is such a value at this for this rum at forty five percent. Again, not going to knock you over, but that's really not what it's for. It's it's a, it's a workhorse bar rum that I couldn't be happier with having, and I'm going to slot it into the multi country blend for now because I think that's where it belongs. But it's it's versatility. It's bringing that age worthy park really does stand out, but it's tempered by the Guyana. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it I just. I'm in love with it. I'm glad you didn't pick it before I did. I really was scared last round you were going to pick it when you said fuck it. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm happy to lock it in. Oh, yeah. It's it's a really nice rum. Yeah, I have a bottle of this. I, I actually, I think I might have killed it recently. I held on to it for a long time because it's a really great, it's a workhorse rum, like you were saying. Yep. It, it works yep. really well in so many different cocktails and just like simple cocktails. You know, it, it just really shines in. So you know, it is a bit of a, there are a lot of Hamilton rums there out there are. that fill a there lot of are. different categories. And so I figured yeah. each of us would end up with one Hamilton rum on our roster. And so you're taking yours off the board. And I bring that up because I have a question. Okay. Okay. You know, we have our one brand rule, right? 
And Mm -hmm. what I wanted to ask, and I have an opinion on this, but I don't know what your opinion will be. Okay. So, you know, Nissan did some releases Mm -hmm. with Ed Hamilton Mm -hmm. that were picks selected by Ed Hamilton. However, Mm -hmm. they were in the Nissan bottles, the Nissan label. To me, those are not Hamilton rums. They're Ed Hamilton picks, but it's a different, it's the Nissan brand. Are we on, you're nodding your head. Are we on the same page here? We're, we're, I would love to tell you no, because I don't want you to do what you want to do. But no, we're, we're philosophically, we're here on the same page. I would consider that a Nissan brand, not a Hamilton brand. Oh, shit. I already picked a Nissan, though, so I can't Ah! do this anyway. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Hoisted by my own petard, as they say. (laughs) Oh, man. I Seriously, I did not do that on purpose. Uh, Well, you know, uh, again, philosophically, we're in agreement. So, yes. Uh, Remember, I was talking about I was talking about these constraints are going to be painful, man. They are going to be tough. Yeah, they're going to be painful. Now now my my pick is all blown up. Exactly what I was. I had it all planned out. (laughs) I'm going to go back to the drawing board. Man, this is rough. It's rough. You might need some time, huh? Well, Hmm. if it helps you to know, I had three bench picks and you blew all of those up. So, (laughs) (laughs) oh, I took your bench picks. Oh, wow. Yeah, all of them. Mm hmm. All right. Um, All right, John. Okay. Threw myself for a loop there. I'm going to stay in the Hamilton family here. I'm going to go ahead and make my Hamilton pick as well. And back to back Hamiltons. This is to fulfill a category that you took the pick that I had Mm. earmarked for this one. Excellent. So, actually, you know what? Ooh, I, I sense indecisiveness in you. No, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to no. pick the Hamilton Seven Year Saval Rum. That's a great rum. From Guyana. So yeah. this is part of Ed's, I guess, I don't, were they single casks? I think they were single cask rums. I think rums. they were. They mm-hmm. were, you know, more mm-hmm. expensive cask strength rums that Ed released, you know, in the vein of those St. Lucia rums he did. But there were a whole bunch of Guyanese rums. There were some Jamaican rums. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there were a lot of, you know, varying opinions of some. Like some people really liked, some people thought were kind of whatever. This Saval one, I had a chance to try it. And it was one of the ones that stood out to me as, you know, this isn't the sexiest still from Demerara mm-hmm. Distillers Limited. Mm-hmm. But first mm-hmm. of all, I've got to have some Guyana in my bar. You know me, John. I've got to have some. Um, of the Port Marat rums, they, uh, you got to pay a pretty penny for those. So I wanted to take something that I think is really tasty. It, it, it's not it's not the most offbeat, the weirdest that you'll get, you're going to get from DDL more down the middle, but just tasty rum. Seven years, aged 100% column still, the Saval yeah. still, and at $69, a decent a decent bargain at 61% yeah. ABV. So I'm going to go ahead and take that. And, you know, we're at the point where I'm less worried about now you taking stuff that I'm going to get because we're late in the draft. You already have your 100% column pick, mm-hmm. so it's not the most competitive category, but I'm going to go ahead and lock that in. Yeah, it's a nice pick. I think the Saval might have been my favorite, if not one of my favorites, from that kind of series of releases mm-hmm. that they did. It's surprising to me that I, I really did enjoy that one as one of the best. I was thinking, you know, you think the classics, the Port Morant, the you know, the others that you often 
think of coming from Guyana, but that Saval yeah, still liver brings sales. It. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. Uh-huh. It, it brings it, and it's a really nice rum. So I can't fault the pick there. I know uh, you had to dig yourself out a little bit into that, uh, but I think you dug out well. All right. Well, uh, yeah. I appreciate it. Let's not get too compl- complimentary here. Hit me with your next pick. All right. Like you said, now we got some strategy coming in, knowing what you've already picked. Yep. what I've already picked, and the rules that we have set up for our little game here makes it a little more interesting in terms of where we're going at this point. And I know we're going to round things out with what our, our bench or what may be on our bench at the end of it. I'm not there just yet, though. And I think this one may end up being subbed out. I'm not okay. sure yet. I, I'm, 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 I'm still playing with the formation of the roster, but I want to have this available. And I want to know it's there and for me to continue to be versatile with it. And uh, it's uh, an aged rum. So I'm, I'm going to slot it into the age slot, my last age slot for now. Okay. It's not super expensive, but what it brings, it brings a lot of. And it's something, uh, you, you held up a bottle that was from a certain country and distillery. And uh, it happens to be half from Mauritius. Oh. And the other half is not. Uh, from Foursquare. This is, of course... This is, of course, Equiano, Ian Burrell's brand. So this is a great rum all the way around. I think most people, they weren't floored by it because if you, it, for what it is, it's not a high ABV kind of huge rum. Yeah. Um, but what it does, man, it, it really does well. And I think it rounds things out for me. And that's kind of what I'm looking for here is I want a little Mauritius. Like you said, you wanted a little Guyana. I want a little Mauritius. And there yeah. wasn't too many options here yeah. to bring any of that. So that's why I'm going to go with the Equiano here. I'll slot that into my aged slot for $42 and keep the train running. That was one of the downsides of this selection was not a lot of Mauritius going on. And you know what? I I love me some Mauritius rum. And that would have been great for the non-Caribbean category, which, um, Mm -hmm. well, I was going to say this would qualify for it, but I guess it wouldn't because it does have Barbados rum from Foursquare in it. That's what held me up. I was Um, hoping I could use it there, but as you're pointing out, no, I don't think it would qualify. Yeah. Well, and one thing I I do appreciate about that rum is you can taste the Mauritius in it. Like once you've had molasses rum from Gray's Distillery, you can taste that in the Equiano, the aged Equiano. Actually, I still don't know if I've had the the lightly aged, the the white rum from them. I don't know if I've had that one yet, but in the aged rum, you can certainly taste the Mauritius presence in there. That kind of grapefruit note that I get from a Mm -hmm. lot of their rums, I get in that rum too. So yeah. It's a it's a good pick. I'm excited for you, man. You're pulling. You've yeah. got all your age locked in. I've got my age locked in. Yep. So there may be yep. some matchup playing we do there, but mm-hmm. you know we're we're in the back half of this now. Things are yep. things are getting serious. So let me take a look around and and see where I want to go here. All right, John, I'm ready. And okay. I'm gonna. You did something earlier that I wondered if you were gonna do, and I don't know how this is gonna play because this is a rum that is very similar in style to one that you've already selected, mm. and maybe I'll use it in the same category you did. Maybe I won't, but okay. I do know that it is the lesser known of this type of rum. You okay. picked the one that is more known, so I'm a little, you know, I'm worried a little bit about the voting. But what I'm not worried about is how I feel about this rum, because I think this is an excellent rum. And I I think once more people try this, they will share the same opinion that I have. So I am going to go to Mexico as well, Uh, just like you did. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I am going to select Daca Bend Oaxaca Blanco rum at $36, an unaged pot still cane juice rum 
from Mexico. Uh, recently, we we had an interview with Elisandro from DACA Bend. Actually, it was the the only time that I, the only time that you haven't been present for an interview, interview was that conversation yeah. with Elisandro, and I know you would have enjoyed it. So cool what they're doing down there, and I just I would feel proud to have them represented in my Desert Island bar. So I'm going to go ahead for now. I guess I'm going to put this in my non-Caribbean, but as okay. I said, it could also mm-hmm. be used mm-hmm. in pot still three. Theoretically, it could be used in unaged. Mm-hmm. There's, I got a lot of flexibility with the the lineup I'm I'm building here. So I'm going to slot that in at thirty six dollars, and I'm going to turn things back over to you, my friend. Okay, I think that's a, a very good pick. Uh, obviously, when I picked Paranubis, I, I knew that that was a possibility. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, part of me considered being a punk and trying to grab Dakaben <laughs> before you did. Well, uh, you know, Dakaben it. Daka Ben means the one who doesn't listen. So that's right. Exactly. I'm going against um, the grain here. Yeah. I, I mean, I do think I haven't tried it, but I do think from what I, I did listen to the interview and, and I thought it was a great listen and seems like a really phenomenal run. I'm hoping to try it soon. Yeah. OK, so moving on here. There's only a few spots now getting left here besides the bench, and I'm trying to figure out what's the order I really want to fill these. I, I haven't filled my cane juice Neither the unaged or yeah. aged slot yet. And again, as we mentioned, we might move these around later. But yep. uh, right now, they're sticking out like a sore thumb at me. And uh, I'm not really sure if I want to go there just yet. I think I'm actually going to go a different place. I'm going to go with my other non-Caribbean here. And uh, it's about time that the predictable pick was made. Which is, I'm going to go home ski finally. All right. I knew it was coming and, eventually. Uh, what, is, yeah, what is it? Yeah. So this might be a little controversial because I'm not sure. Of all of the Holmes Key, many of them are beloved. I think this one flew a little bit under the radar comparatively. Okay. Um, part of that is the reason you, you mentioned, well, not you mentioned, you already picked a rum from this distillery. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like in my mind, although I liked that one, I like, and I have this Holmes Key, I like it better. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Holmes Key's Australia Binley. 2012, a 61% 10-year-aged Binley that I think is a wrecker of a rum. It, for all the reasons you mentioned before with the transcontinental, Binley just brings something different, and you know it right when you taste it. But I feel like I wanted the extra punch of that proof, the higher proof with it, and I feel like this is a great rum to do that with. So finally getting my home's key pick in feels feels good to have it finally in there and slot that one in here. $104, not cheap, but also not the most expensive. It's it's a great strategy move on your part. You know, I've got the Beanley TCRL, which is, mm-hmm. I think, about 46% ABV or so. You've yeah. got the cask strength. I think mine is six years, yours is 10. So you're just, mm-hmm. you're really big timing me with this pick. And, yep. you know, right in the same category. So I see, I see you. I see what you're doing. <laughs> and hey, I, I guess I have to respect it at the end of the all day. Right. Okay. What's your uh, budget at exactly. now, by the way? That's a good. Let me fill this in because it's got to be close. Two twenty-five left. Huh? It's getting down so there. I'm at seven seventy-five. Yeah, and we've got a, how many more picks to go? Well, you, you've still got one more than me because you're gonna finish the round now. But I've got one, two, three, four, five, six left. So yeah, that is getting a little, little desperate. Yep. All right, John. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna pick something, and I don't know where I'm gonna put it. 
It could go a number of places. But my board, my my team, my roster is so much more fluid this year than last yeah, year. I feel I like feel last year mm-hmm. I really knew like I was going to use this for long age and this for mm-hmm. this, and like now it's like, man, mm-hmm. I don't know. My my, I'm, I'm building a. I'm building a multi-positional roster here. You know, that's a big mm-hmm. thing in the NBA right now. You want versatility. You want guys who can guard multiple positions. And the, right. I'm kind of modeling my roster in that st- in that style here. So, yeah. And you know what? Some people may accuse me of being a little Jamaica heavy. But I say there's no such thing as Jamaica heavy. I mean, if you're listing famous rum-producing countries... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jamaica has to be sure one of the first mm-hmm. one of the first two at least right mm-hmm. it has mm-hmm. to be in the top two of, of like ones that come to mind for people so you know I've got some really good unaged Jamaican rums right now the way the board shook out I don't necessarily have the longer age stuff but I want at least something with a little age on it and so I am gonna go ahead and I'm going to select. Dr. Bird, ah. which is from Worthy Park, but is bottled by Two James Distillery, which is a craft yeah. distillery, I believe, in Michigan, which sources the Worthy Park rum and then ages it in Moscatel wine casks, I believe, to give it a little bit of a unique finish there. It's a yeah. funky rum. It's it's good in cocktails. Honestly, it's it's fun. You know, you can take a little sip on its own, too, every now and then. It's not going to hurt anyone. So it's just another it's another twist on funk that I've got in my lineup. I, I'm I, I'm starting to get a sense of the spirit of my rum bar, and I'm really digging it. You know, so yeah. I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, where should I put that right now? I'm gonna just go ahead. I guess I could slot that into 100% pot. I don't know if it's gonna stay there. It also qualifies for lightly aged, I believe. So I'm gonna go ahead and put Doctor Bird in there. It is, let's see, what's the price on that Dr. Bird? $29. So not bad, not bad. Still working in the confines of my budget. I got $369 left to your $225. This is this is gonna be interesting. All right. So where are you taking things from here? Yeah, that, that's a good pick also. I, I have to say for me, I, I didn't really dig the Dr. Bird regular release as much as other people did, but mm. the crowd is with you on that mm. one. There, there was some other variations of it that I thought were also interesting, but it's, it's a solid pick. I've had a, um, I've had a vermouth cask one from yeah. then that I thought was yeah. pretty tasty as well. So yeah, they've yeah. done some interesting things. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a solid one. It's well known in the rum world as a quality rum. I, I don't think your team is any worse for having it for sure. So all right, all right. Well, you mentioned strategy last pick. I'm going to keep going with strategy here. Okay. You know, you, you, you made what you might consider to be a faux pas a little earlier. Oh, did I? Um, yeah, I think, because this was actually on my list, and I had this in position, and uh, you tried to steal it, but you oh, were unsuccessful yeah. in doing so. What is this, the Nissan? This is the Nissan. Yeah, go ahead and take it. So, the Nissan Blanc Agricole 52.5 Organic Hamilton pick. Mm-hmm. So, again, this is not a Hamilton rum, as we mentioned. This is a Nissan rum, but it's an organic Hamilton pick that, you know, there's there's quite a few of these out there, I think, you know, variations of this. So I'm going really more on Nissan's is it organic? reputation. The one I have is organic, $49. Oh, I was looking at a different one. Wait, where Interesting. is this? Where is this, John? You're this invent- a, inventing rums. 105 proof organic Hamilton is what I have. 
Oh wait. Oh, this is unaged. Oh, okay. I thought you were going with uh, with age. That's my bad. Okay. All right. Yep. This is the unaged. So I like that it's the organic. I like that it's Nissan. I like that Hamilton's name on it uh, is there. It's forty nine dollars. A hundred and five proof for a one liter. Forty nine dollars, by the way, at fifty two and a half percent. All of those things feel really good to me. And it just feels like, you know, you, you took the Nissan I wanted. I, I'll say it straight up. The yeah. Esprit 70%, I, I, I think that's a wonderful pick. So I'm not sure if this is going to end up slotted against it because that might be strategically not my best move. But I need a Nissan. And wherever this does end up, I think it's a strong contender. And it's one I want to have and be able to sip. Can you paste this into the spreadsheet yeah, because I want to see if I'm looking at the same rum. Because I'm looking through our spreadsheet and I don't see a Nissan Ed Hamilton organic rum anywhere. Hold on, I'm gonna also go to High Time. I see the rum you're talking about. Oh wait, interesting. Oh, I do see, see it? it on High Time. Okay, so but I didn't see it in our sheet for some reason. I I think I saw it there. Yeah, well, it's well. it's on High Time, so whether it's in our sheet or not, I I I trust you. Okay, let me slot it in then. In that case. By the way, as you're looking around, I will say this. I haven't had this particular one. Like I said, there's a bunch of these kind of floating around, but all of them have great reputations. I will say that your your pick, the L'Esprit Agricole at 70%, that high ABV is really great, especially if it were to be in an overproof category. Obviously, that's that's a huge deal. But that doesn't... I, I don't think that numbers alone tell the what story. Are you, are you campaigning right now for your I pick? Am. Are you doing yes. some politicking here? What, what well, is this? I, I just think some people might go, oh, 70 versus 52.5. If I were to put it against that and say, oh, it's a done deal. And I, that's not really the case. I okay. think if you were to really think about how you would use these rums, what they would be done with, and what you really want at the end of the day, also that, you know, maybe some people have already put their name on certain ones as, you know, quality, that it might, might influence some people in that this decision. This is shameless campaigning like I've never <laughs> seen in the Rumcast annual fantasy rum draft. It's just, I, I just feel, you know, we've got an election year coming up and everyone's already preparing for how horrible it's going to be. And now you're just, you're bringing that vibe to the podcast. Do, and do you I just, want me to uh, do anything but defend my team and figure out a way that I think it's the best. I just want you to put your team out there on the merits. You know, mm. I don't think we need to do all this campaigning and it's just, it's, it's unbecoming of no, a, a man I, of your stature. No. I, I know you and I, the John I know would be disappointed wow. if he saw this right wow. now. Oh, I don't. I disagree. I think the John <laughs> that you know is the one that is looking for ways to express and why these picks are 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 what they are. You know, not not we're not distorting any facts here. We're not. We're just telling it like it is. But I am kind of also saying, look, you know, the the, the numbers don't tell the whole story here. So all right, all right, uh, yeah, yeah, fair, 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 fair. You know, I'm I'm one to I, I agree with you that proof is not everything, but I'm just saying those Lespree high proof rums are fucking fantastic. So they that's are, what I'll are. that's what I mean, I'll leave it good. at. Okay, I'm gonna Although take you a look. Yourself, wasn't wasn't your sorry to interrupt you here, but wasn't your rum of the year last year a Nissan Hamilton pick? Wasn't it? I feel like it wasn't last like... year. It was the year before ah, one, okay. one of them. It was it was, it was the okay. age. Right. It was one of those. It was one of the rums that I was trying to pick. It was one of those barrel picks. Right, um, right, yeah. right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I may have talked about Nissan's organic rum. Uh, yeah, yeah I yeah. may have done that. So it wasn't one of the Ed Hamilton bottlings, but yeah, it came up at some point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Go ahead. 
I, you know, I've got to do an aged cane juice. I don't have that yet. So I'm going to go ahead and grab something that I think is new. You know, it doesn't have a ton of age. But I think it's a quality rum. Actually, hold on. I'm going to go ahead and get something. This may end up on my bench. I don't know yet. But it's a rum I drafted last year and that I know you don't even like. So I hesitate to get it now (laughs) because I know you're not going to get it. But it's a rum I can use in a few different places. And I'm going to go ahead and put it on my bench for now. I might move it. But I'm going to go ahead and select Barbancourt 8-Year, which everyone knows you don't like it. It's got the plasticky note that you don't like. But I enjoy this rum. I drafted it last year. And Mm. you know what? It's nice to have another familiar face on my team. I actually... This might be the first familiar face on my team. Unless, oh. was Ray and Nephew the second overproof I drafted last year? I believe it was. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. really, this is only two rums now that I'm repeating from last year on my team. It's, it's good to have an old friend back in the fold. I don't know if they'll be in the starting lineup or not, but they're yeah. at least on the team. They're on the bus. They're in the card games at yeah, night, yeah, after the yeah. games. <laughs> Everything's going great. I've got yeah, some so- Haiti in the picture now, too. Right. So what you're saying is, you know, 20% of your team hasn't really done anything different or new or changed at all. Whereas I've evolved over time in my selections. That's kind of what you're... Do you need help with fractions, John? Do you know what two (laughs) out of 18 is? Because it's not 20%. I was was just saying like your your starting lineup or whatever. I guess it's also not 10. But yeah, maybe I do need help with fractions, but it's the point still stands. It's collapsing around you. (laughs) All right. Well, so interestingly... You, you you were heading one direction, and then you, you it sounds like you switched it up. I did. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to follow suit with what I think you might have wanted to pick. Oh, this should be interesting. And so if it is, I'm going to feel a little small uh, victory with it, because right. I was ready to say, darn it, I was about to pick it, and you did and took it from me. But uh, in this case, maybe it uh, reversed. Um, my cane juice aged pick, which I had penciled in from the start of this draft, and I do think there's a little bit of interest with it in terms of it, it's new it's not very long aged but as i we talked about earlier i think some of the best aged cane juice rums are lightly aged mm-hmm. and not in that kind of mid-range so and this was one that really at the Miami Rum Congress took me back cuz i've had other products from this distillery that i didn't really like as much okay and so the fact that i liked this one I was like, okay, wow. Not to mention, it is probably the prettiest bottle I've seen in forever. And so this is the Rum GM Terroir Volcanique rum. That is the one that I was considering that ah, I reversed course on. So very wow. interesting to see how this shakes out now. Yeah, yeah. And and I do think it's going to have its fans and its detractors, perhaps. So maybe that's why you, you second-guessed it. But for me... It's it's the right... I have some older, like the Asadier, 16-year-aged cane juice rum. Mm-hmm. So for me, this balances that out. Now I have a young-age cane juice. And again, maybe you know we'll see where things shake out in terms of starting lineup for all these categories. But right now, I'm going to put it in there, and I do feel good about it. Yeah. Well, as I said, that was the one that I was considering. So it is... I, I can't say anything about it other than, obviously, I decided against it at the 11th hour, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I salute you for taking the dive. It's, 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 a, it's a nice... Like, like we said, it's a new version of the Rum GM VO. It's replacing mm-hmm. that. And it's, it's a really nice, versatile, 
lightly aged. But when we say lightly aged, I, the cooperage that they use, it's like heavily charred barrels. So yeah. it has some it has some age characteristic to it. It's a fun one. And the rare bottle that we both agree on. Beautiful bottle. I really, I love all the Rum, Rum JM bottles. This one's that really dark cool. Green glass. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's different. This one has the glass that's like, it pops. I guess, frosted a little bit. And the yep. label has all this color on it. It's, yep. it's very well done. Yeah, it really shows up on the shelf. Yep. All right, we've got, what, five, yeah, five rums left to, mm-hmm. to go? All right, give me one second here to look or to poke around a little bit. I'm getting thin on budget. going to be some tough decisions. All right, I'm going to get something that may be a little controversial. Okay. But it's something that I enjoy. I think it's, uh, it's unique in the rum world in what it is. And it's just a fun thing to have. And you know, John, one thing we didn't mention is we omit the spiced and flavored rums from our selection, right? Right. So when you go to the website and you you sort by rum, you you know, it it brings up all the spice stuff, all the flavored stuff as well. I'm going to get something that has an element of not flavoring, but infusion of flavor, a small Mm. element of infusion of flavor. Hmm. Um, Okay. This is a rum from Puerto Rico that's been around for a very long time, and it's Ron Del Barilito. Okay. But it's yeah. not the three-star. It's the really? two-star. You're going with the two-star? I am going with the two-star. Why is that? You have to explain to me. Yeah. Well, one is for budget reasons. Okay. Makes you know, sense. it's about, I think, $10 cheaper. I'm trying to conserve here. And I also, I still just, I think it's a, a really nice rum for cocktails. And it doesn't yeah. taste, it, you know, you can sip it on its own as well. It's it's not going to have as much depth as the three star does because it's right. not aged as long. But, you know, it has that sherry cask aging in it. I want a little mm-hmm. bit of that sherry cask influence in my rum bar mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. And the reason I was mentioning the flavor infusion, Rondel Barilito's process, they take a small I think two and a half percent of the distillate that ends up in the bottle is aged in a maceration of fruits and things like that. And then they blend that in with the rest of the rum. So it's like this small percentage of the rum goes through this maceration process. I think when you when you drink it, it doesn't drink like something that has been flavored in any respect, to me anyway. But it does have that little something, uh, a little uniqueness to it. But I've been to the... Uh, the facility in Puerto Rico, and I don't, I don't know. It's just this unique thing. It's, it's been around for so long, and uh, it makes me think of traveling in Puerto Rico and having a good time. So it's just, yeah. a, it's a nice memory in my life um, of when I was there right before COVID started. And yeah. so I'm going to go ahead. I, again, this is another one. I'm not entirely sure we're going to slot this in, but it's going to be. I just put it on my bench for now. I might move it around somewhere. We'll see. It's twenty five dollars. Lightly aged Puerto Rican Colin Still Rum, aged yeah. in sherry casks. So there we go. Yeah. I, I think it's a good one. It, it has that kind of craft spirit feel to it almost mm-hmm. in a weird way for me. And I, I do like it. I, I, I greatly prefer the three star if I'm honest, but that's because I'm typically sipping instead of mixing, which is my typical thing. And you're right. I think as a mixer, it's a very good mixer. So I, I can't throw too much shade at it. I do think I would have spent the extra $10. Um, the only thing I'll add is I wish that I hope that someday they distill their own rum again. They haven't distilled yeah. their own rum since prohibition they started mm-hmm. sourcing after that i hope yeah. they go back to it even if just for experiments 
I think it would be worthwhile. That's yeah. it. Yeah. What you got? All right. I'm choosing between my last remaining spot here, which is 100% pot and some bench spots. And I've got some good bench things here that I think in mind. And, you know, strategically, there might be some interest in keeping my 100% pot out until I see what you pick. Yeah. Um, and I, I would probably have done that with or the maybe a, you know I have Doctor Bird slotted there right now, but who knows if I'll keep it there oh, or not? I can. I move didn't even realize around. you had the Doctor Bird there. Okay, well that actually gives me the information I need. Right. Um, I'm I'm feeling like this one's a tough one for me to pull off, but I'm looking at my budget right now and I'm realizing I don't have a whole lot of room here. Yep. So with that in mind, this is also a budgetary pick, but. Having said that, I shouldn't have even prefaced it with re- really with that because I'm I don't feel like I'm sacrificing with this. But I will say I picked it over another of the same ilk for specifically because I think it fits better in line with my budget. Okay. And this is the Saint Benevolence Claren. Ah, all right. Yeah. And I won't even try to pronounce the rest of it. Uh, but St. Benevolence, Claren, I had tried for the first time at the Miami Run Congress last year and really enjoyed it. I hadn't picked it up for whatever reason on the shelf because I had already had the other Clarens from La Maison Velier and some of the Providence stuff, which I think is really great. Providence is not available on the site. There was a couple Clarens out there. But again, because I feel like I'm trying to fit a puzzle together here, I think this is the best piece that fits in for me. And again, don't feel like I'm really sacrificing much to get this and it's nice to have a claren in my lineup this year that is nice yeah i can't begrudge you that it is the first claren picked and yeah i believe you had lay rocher in your lineup last year and you won you won that category whatever it was yeah i I love le rocher and i do see it's available here but it's almost double the price yeah no i've had some of the saint benevolence products i don't know if i've had that one specifically and Mm -hmm. they are quality unaged clarence i haven't had any of the aged stuff but yeah it's it's good stuff right i i think this one also is not their standard release so I'll have to look it up later when I get some time and make sure. But they had kind of two standard releases. But this one, I think, is a limited edition or something along those lines. So it's it's uh, not even their normal lineup. Gotcha. All right, John. I've been putting this off for a while. <laughs> okay. But I need to get another long-aged rum. Yeah, you do. In here. You've got some budget. I've got some budget. You're going to burn it? I'm going to burn it big time, my friend. Oh, shit. I'm going to set it <laughs> okay. the fuck on fire. <laughs> I'm honestly a little scared right now because okay. I did some dry run practices, and every time I tried to work this rum into my budget, <gasps> it blew me up. And so I'm a little worried about how my final picks are going to go. Okay, I might squeeze myself. But again, I'm playing with house money. Nobody believes in me. I'm the underdog story oh, that gosh, everyone loves. Here we go again. Yeah. So I'm just going to go for it. And again, I'm picking a rum that I just really, really, really like this rum. I think I may it's have a good reason. I may have mentioned it in our year in review episode. I can't remember. It's embarrassing that I don't remember. You know what stuff I picked <laughs> off the top of my head. But I'm going to go ahead. I'm curious. Do you think you know what this is? The only thing I'm thinking... Actually, hold on. Give me one second, and I bet you I can predict it. I just have to look these up real quick. I am thinking... 
Actually, no, I'm not going to be as presumptuous to say that I know what this is. I, I feel like I could know, but I, I, I can't see you doing it because it's so expensive that it would be hard on you the rest of the way. I'm going to blow your mind right now then, my friend. And do it. I'm going to pick it. I am picking the Holmes Key Fiji 21-year Oh, at $249. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's that's a lot for this exercise. I tried to fit some of these in that were around that same price, and I was having a really hard time also. So... If you can pull it off, kudos to you, my friend. Oh, my God. My budget just went down to $66, John. (laughs) I've still got three rums to pick. You have $118 for these three rums. You have nearly twice the budget that I do for these remaining rums. So I'm shaking in my boots over here. I got to figure out what I'm going to do. But yeah, please, please go ahead and and figure out what you're going to do. I, just to say about that Fiji, I love that Fiji. It was absolutely in contention for my best rum of the year, so I can't fault you for the pick. I can fault you for the price, as we were just saying. Um, <laughs> it was it was that's... one of those rums that I tasted it and I texted you right away, and I was yeah. like, this rum yeah. is just incredible. I mean, it's a super long-aged Fiji, but the, the Fiji signature funk still comes through, but it's just, it's benefited from that time in the cask because it just, mm. like... I, it just like floats on yeah. your palate and it's just uh it's it's a dreamboat rum it's so good so yeah i, I like having I've, i have every rum that i've picked i'm psyched about to some degree but this is one of those that is just uh you know on the great british baking show they have the showstopper challenge as part of it yeah. this yeah. is a, it's a showstopper it's a showstopper rum so i'm i'm glad to have that in there even if it is going to really make things difficult for me for these final three picks we'll see what i squeeze out of these all right will i'm just left with my bench at this point you took a different strategy than i did you started filling up your bench earlier i went after my starting lineup this year and it just kind of worked out that way strategically which picks were were there for me and when i picked them so i i feel a little bit less stressed knowing these are right now at least on the bench but i also feel some pressure to get some good rums to at very least round this out but also because i i might have some subs that i want to do based on your picks okay so i'm gonna go with this one to start with partly because it's super affordable and I need some affordable rums, as do you. And it's well-respected. And because the rum that I selected a little bit earlier for my, my lightly-aged category, I'm not sure whether or not I want to sub it out and, and maybe flip this one. Okay. Uh, so it's uh, El Dorado 3. All right. Let's go. And Yeah, El Dorado 3, great rum, great daiquiri rum. I think overall just a, a nice, lightly-aged rum for $18. It's pretty I can't good. see how I can do much better than that. It's pretty good. So I'm going to plug that one in. That yeah, a lot of this is going to come down yeah. to how we decide to roster these teams, I think. Yep. It's going to be really interesting. Yep. And remember when I said I was going to make things difficult on myself? <laughs> your, your, your trouble? I really did. Oh. This is tough, John. <sighs> yeah, that was bold. I, I will give you credit if you pull it off with that 249. Uh, although I will say there was a little bit of mind games yesterday when I texted you about I'm still trying to fit in a $249 rum in this. Part of me was actually trying to do that at the time, but it was also a strategy of like, 
I didn't even remember that. So really, if, yeah, if you were going for strategy, it didn't. Oh. Uh, I mean, maybe it did on a subconscious level. Maybe. Yeah, I texted you. I'm still here trying to figure out how to fit in a $249 rum into this. All right. Yeah, I, go I, for I know. It. I know what I'm going to do. Okay. This was not planned, but I think I'm okay with it. Um, in fact, I feel good about it. So okay, all right. Another thing I was wishing I had, and I know I have a couple of overproofs in here already, but I'm going to get an overproof that also qualifies for the lightly aged category. And maybe this will end up on my bench. Maybe it won't. And you know my go-to 151 Demerara rum is Hamilton. Yeah. yeah. But because of our rule, I have already picked a uh, Hamilton rum. I know. So you're going. I am okay. going to go with... Straight to I'm gonna go straight to the source, John. Yep. I'm yep. gonna go to DDL themselves and I'm gonna grab the Diamond Reserve 151 Demerara rum. So I've yeah, had yeah. this rum. Um it's still a very good Demerara 151. It's not quite up to somehow it's not as good as Ed's. <laughs> like I don't <laughs> um and I, I think they actually said when it came out that they use more pot still in their blend than anyone else is something mm-hmm. I heard. You know, I don't know the veracity of that. But yeah, I, I still prefer a Hamilton, but this is a very solid one. And it's one that I feel like it's kind of a curveball putting it in here. And I, again, I may move stuff around, but um, yeah, I, I need to conserve. It's only 25 bucks. I still got 40. I have two picks left and I have $41 to go in between them. So I can still do $20 rums with these. Yeah. I'm feeling okay. And now I've got, I, I know I can fill all our roster spots so mm. i've just got bench spots left i'm feeling okay I, I mean it is it is a good pick given the price I, I do think you're heavy on your overproofs right now you got a lot of you're gonna be feeling good on that island <laughs> hey well john you know what you can prove rums down but you can't prove them up oh that is a, that is an excellent comeback i i have nothing in response to that very well said so Interestingly, as I finish up my team here, I've got two left, and this one, I'm going to go with something that is maybe going to be considered conventional. Okay. But it's, again, we're thinking of this from the perspective of what do you want access to in your bar that you can't, you know, leave this island, Yeah. and how is that going to work itself out over time? And I think if I had an endless supply of Appleton 8, I am a happy man. Yeah. I can't follow Uh, you there, man. Yeah, I mean, and even yourself, you've said you prefer the 8 over the 12. I do. I know even Ivar said the same thing on his review, because I considered both of them. And, uh, you know, I could have actually, looks like I might have been able to hit on the head the $1,000 budget had I picked the 12. But <laughs> I'm going to go with the 8. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, it's 37 bucks. I'm going to add that in. It's Right now it's in my bench slot, but we'll see where it ends up, because it's really just... A phenomenal rum to have. And even if it stays on the bench, I'm good with that. And for everyone thinking that sounds like a high price, the reason is because it's a one liter bottle. Right. Uh, they yes. don't have the 750 on the website right nope. now. So yeah. yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. Unfortunately yeah. for you, it's a little more expensive, but you do have the budget for it. And that's I, I'm that's okay. a great pick. Yeah. Like, like you said, Appleton 8, it's my favorite in the core of like less expensive Appleton rums, basically. Yeah. And and you've got a lot of Jamaica. I yeah. have less. I have some, but I think yeah. this rounds that out. Okay. Yeah. I, I actually, I know what I'm going to do with my pick. This is a rum. It's a workhorse of the rum world. I already have some from this country, but this is, this is a distillery I don't have anything from, and it is okay. one of the 
granddaddies of rum distilleries, and that is Mount Gay Eclipse. Ah, uh, yeah. Just a classic yeah. workhorse. I'm not yep. too proud to sip it. It goes great in cocktails. <laughs> you can do a lot of stuff with it. And yeah. I think it's $18. Let me let me double check that. Eclipse. Yeah, $19. $19 correction. $19. Mm-hmm. So that leaves me with how much for my final pick? That leaves me with 22 bucks on my final pick. Let's see if I can spend $1,000 even again, John. You've got 63 for your final pick. So yep. we took different routes to get there, but we ended up in the same place as last year, where I'm left with a very small amount for my final pick, and you're left mm-hmm. with a decent amount for your final pick. So I'm curious to see where you take this. Yeah, I have options. So I'm glad I had this. I fell short of the one I was really thinking of would be really cool by $3. Oh, <laughs> so, bummer. That's a bummer. The Hampton 8-year would have been a great pick. Oh, yeah. That was on my team last year. Into my budget. I know. And, you know, I could have used it. I have a lot, uh, not a lot of Hampton. I have a one or two. Rum Fire. I have the Rare Cane. Could have uh-huh. put this right in the middle. But sadly, I missed it by that much. Um, but the consolation prize here, I think, is actually really good. And in certain ways, uh, because I do have some Jamaica already on the team, and I do not have this country, I'm I'm really actually grateful that this worked out this way. Okay. Um, number one is, I don't have a transcontinental rum line pick. Oh, you okay. Do. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with the Panama 9-year. Oh, all right. And it all squeaks right. in at $59, just under the budget. Now, I have had the Panama 11 from them, and I think that that was, this is from memory, I think it was 11. That was a very good Panama rum. I, I kind of wish, you know, like there could be like a grander Panama, because I just love the grander brand, and it just comes from the same distillery. Yeah. But lacking that, this TCRL Panama is about as good as you can get from Panama with no additives, no sugar, obviously. And, you know, now I have another column Spanish style. I'm using quotation marks there uh-huh. just because we don't like that term to add to things. And it kind of really rounds everything out for this. Yeah, I feel good about uh, getting down to this. And that puts me at nine hundred and ninety six dollars. All right. Well, your team is complete. I'm going to go ahead and round out mine. And you know what? I want um, I want a little bit more unaged cane juice rum on my roster, I think. I can see that. Yep. And with my current budget, there are only so many options I have, John. So I'm going to go with one. This isn't always my first choice, but it is, it's a quality product. It's a staple. It's not my favorite. I don't have enough money to spend on the one I want to buy from them. I'm short $8.00. But I'm going to go ahead and do Clamont Blanc. So $21. This is not the Con Blue, Mm -hmm. which is the one that I would pick. But I'm going to put this on my bench. It's $21. So it's leaving me with $1. So I once again spent more money than you. Just want to point that out to everyone. By $3. Spent the most without going over. You know, that's not worth anything. But, you know, just just pointing it out there. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, my team is complete now. Another unaged rum agricole on there you know can't have too many of those so yeah man this was harder this year john yeah it was really tough this year i think that's partly due to the fact that we did the whole you know in a new rule with you can only have the one brand which makes sense i do think that was also part of it part of it is because of the selection of rums that are available when it's different in certain ways it just it sometimes works itself out to be more challenging i think for us but you know i i think you have a really good team i like i like my team a lot i think you have a really good team i think i like mine slightly better 
I haven't um, even but, like uh, done the zoom out to really compare the teams yet. I remember yeah. last year I felt so good about my team and then I we finished and I looked at it and I was like, man, I don't know if I won or not. I was so confident. Yeah. So I really yeah. I feel like it's a coin flip right now. Um, but that's just yeah. going off my gut. We'll see what it is when I actually, you know, zoom out and take a look at this. But we will we'll put a link in the show notes to where you can vote for this. And please cast your vote, make your voice heard, leave a comment on there, put it out there. We'll, we'll leave the voting open for a couple of weeks. Uh, but if you could do it as soon as possible, that would be awesome. And we're mm-hmm. really looking forward to crowning a second champion. And we'll see if the underdog story comes to fruition and, <laughs> you know, I win for the second year in a row. Or we'll You're see... still holding on to that, huh? We'll wow. see if the powerhouse that everyone thinks is going to squash the lowly little, you know, mid-major is, oh, is, wow. is going to happen Weren't you just not. talking about campaigning and all that just a <laughs> minute ago look at you now oh geez all right Some pot pots and kettles here that are coming to mind well we'll go ahead and wrap this one up but thank you everyone for listening as always we'd love to hear your thoughts on this if you have ideas for the fantasy draft of future yes. years things like that you can leave that as a comment when you vote actually we'd love to hear that or as always you can contact us host at rumcast.com host at rum h-o-s-t at rumcast.com and they can find us on social media john where, where can they hit us up on there to let us know who had the better draft maybe yeah talk, talk some talk some trash on behalf of one of our two teams on social media for us that would be great to see we start to have team john and team will cheerleaders here so you can find us at the rumcast you can get us on twitter or x you can get us more we 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 spend more time on instagram to be honest and facebook so if you're on one of those two platforms at the rumcast leave a comment there tell us if you enjoyed listening to this tell us like will said if there's other things that you have ideas for for the future we would love to hear all of those comments and make sure if you know you're really going to leave the comment there make sure you just say that team john was the better team (laughs) come on come on clearly that's the case we're cutting this out we're cutting this out this is just blatant it's it's against fcc rules i'm pretty sure i don't know anyway thank you all All for listening and regardless of the outcome i had a great time i think john had a great time and you know what we'll run it back next year win or lose well you know team will be ready to compete so until then we look forward to getting your verdict cheers cheers